Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role playing game entertainment. Welcome back to a very, very special episode of SideQuest Side Sesh. Why is it special, you ask? Well, I'll tell you, because come hell or high water, I am going to find a way to make tonight's episode the season finale. Can you believe it? 12 is a nice HBO number. I know. I hate to see it go. It was a special time in our lives that we'll never forget. It's always, it's good to know we can come back, but it's time. I, um, <laughs> With I've new characters, because they always die at the end of Side Quest Side Sesh. I've that hooked up a, I've hooked up a IV with nutrients in it to get me through this seven-hour session. <laughs> <laughs> One true. way or another, no matter how many days it takes yeah, of uninterrupted is- recording, we will finish it. It has become a bit of a hallmark of the network once we move to seasonal uh, shows. It's like when we know that, like, this one has to be the one. Sometimes the season finale is five hours. But it really shouldn't take that long. <laughs> These are Pathfinder Society scenarios that some lunatics can play in four hours. Yeah. Meaning that both of these back-to-back should have taken eight, we did a character creation, nine hours. And for us, it takes at least twice that. But because we add a lot of sauce onto that the spaghetti sandwich we're known for our <laughs> sauce and especially on our spaghetti sandwiches that's right where else are you gonna put sauce <laughs> um <laughs> is a spaghetti a spaghetti sandwich a thing you know it is I, I i would eat it i mean i'm not a big spaghetti or bread guy but i feel like you take a nice piece of italian bread you yeah. toss some spaghetti on there with i know the uh, resident italian uh is is shaking his head you, you know throw some sauce on there being italian you're just no, leaving a help. lot of you're leaving a lot of uh you're leaving a lot on the table if you use bread this what would you just, use in a spaghetti sandwich? Garlic I bread. Would, I would make the bread out of spaghetti. Like I would, I would like toast some bread like a kugel, but like an Italian kugel. But then I would use that and then put whatever I wanted on the sandwich. I see. So instead of making homemade, you're basically making spaghetti. You're not making spaghetti. You're making homemade pasta in the shape of a roll. No, no, no. I would take leftover pasta and you make you, with some egg and fl- you never had a kugel. It's delicious. And then you make that and you, and you, you like pan sear and then you can put whatever you want on the sandwich. 
Jared, your thoughts about this ridiculous idea of Matthew? I I don't know what a kugel is, but um, it sounds like he made up a word. I think it helps you to maintain stronger erections. Yeah, I think it's called. It's pronounced kegel. It's like you 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 go to come and you stop. You hold it in. Kegel. Yeah, I don't know what this has to do with this sandwich. I don't know what Matthew's putting on the sandwich. I don't know why he's making a sandwich out of it. <laughs> I, I guess my thoughts are, when your people came to our country, Matthew, <laughs> our country, why, why, didn't they, why didn't they learn our ways and stop doing crimes? <laughs> Fair question. <laughs> Fair question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, this committee owes my client an apology. <laughs> this owes my client an apology. apology. Uh, well, back to the matter at hand. Put your spaghetti sandwiches covered in gum aside. Tonight is, I really think it's going to be the season finale because two weeks from tonight is the premiere of the Glass Cannon Podcast Campaign 2. And that's taken over Thursday night. Sure, we could do 13, 14, 15 episodes, move side quests to Friday. TGIF used to do it all the time. All of a sudden, Full House is on Monday. What's going on? We could do that. Uh, but we're, uh, we, we, I think this tonight is a, is a good time to end it because we mentally need to move on. We got a lot of other, uh, irons in the fire or, uh, spaghettis in the kugel that we need to focus on. <laughs> and I think, uh, I think after last week, I'm like, you know what? Epic jumbo app. Let's finish her off. Joe is right though. These usually end in, in heartbreak. They, yeah. Uh, they have a history of ending. Traditionally. Ending a little rough, and there's no reason to think uh, this will be any different. But who knows? Who knows? What I do know is, I think I'd like to see a season three somewhere down the line. I agree with you, and I really want to uh, keep playing this character. So you're going to see some heartbreak if this uh, goes the wrong way here. Yeah, no, I can imagine. I just think that this was such a fun, uh, as usual, kind of last minute idea having Jared uh, jump on and play with us and to continue the story in some, uh, in some way was just a real breath of fresh air, not only for us, but for the network. And so hopefully, uh, we will, uh, I've already, I'm already have ideas for season three. Who knows? It'll be somewhere down the line or maybe like we'll do a, uh, all right, we'll get so many subscribers. We'll bring back season three. We'll dangle that carrot. But I do think that this, uh, will have a life beyond tonight. Um, yeah. And for fans of Rufus of Opara, I'll be continuing his adventures in a series of short stories that I will publish in zine form. <laughs> <laughs> like Rufus of Opara, the early years. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, so uh, I'll give you the P.O. box to write to get your zine. <laughs> Set a self-addressed stopped envelope. Then. Yeah. I bet Rufus of Opara has his own collections of zines. Oh hell yeah! Whatever the zines, whatever the Galarian version of zines are, Rufus (laughs) loves them. (laughs) Zines and flyers. His whole apartment is filled with them. It's Wayfinder magazine. Uh, Skid, was it fun to uh, jump back into Karazor after such a long time? Have you ever done that with a character where you took a couple years off? (laughs) A couple years. I mean, you know, on Glass Cannon that happened. Uh, But uh, yeah, I mean, it was great. Uh, I I have a, a deep fondness for <laughs> Karazur and how awful he is. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I was like, 
It's, I was talking about it with my, my therapist and, you know, shout out to my therapist who has to endure all manner of me talking about shit that she has absolutely no background in. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, so I have this Noel and he's like kind of crazy. Like, she, she sits there dutifully and like listens to all this stuff. But, uh, you know, I was telling her, uh, about, I wonder like, what like, goes through her head. Like, I wonder if she's like, I hate him. So much. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 can, I can tell you what goes through her head. Did I leave the oven on? <laughs> yeah, or she I'm goes sure. to her therapist and she's like, I got this real weird client who I hate. You would not I just write the down stuff all he talks the words. about. Yeah, I just write down all the words he says that I don't know. Have you ever heard yeah. of a gnoll? Do you know what a gnoll is? <laughs> I know it's a kugel. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If she's a therapist in New York, she definitely knows what a kugel is. You guys are you guys are are like philistines. Go, you don't know what a kugel is. She did go see the D and D movie, and she was very excited to tell me about it. She actually saw it before I did. Wow. Uh, wow. But uh, but I tell her like you know I, I talk about some of my characters, especially like for Gatewalkers. Like I'm talking about my characters, just like talking about aspects of them. And she was just like, you know, it seems like there's a, there's always like a part of you that you're trying to explore, like in all these characters you have, like whenever you make them. And I was like, yeah. And I think about something like Karazor. Is just yeah, like what part of you is Karazor? I was just like, well, who's this? <laughs> like, what is this saying? <laughs> the real skid. Or like Nestor. It's less like you know. But I mean, yeah, th- there's, I think there's a part of you that just wants to be like, you're dumb, and here's why. Yeah. <laughs> to every dumb person you meet. Yeah. It's more right, like righteous anger, like some people, I think, is the way I choose to see it. So, yes. He's also the part of you that has myopia. Right. Which I can demonstrate right now. He <laughs> <laughs> looks so scared. Uh, well, so I was scared. <laughs> I was glad to have him back. I was glad to continue the story. I mean, I'm, as I was prepping uh, what I hope will be the finale, <laughs> uh, I uh, I already started thinking about like where we could go uh, next with this because there's a definite like there's a definite more there's definitely more to this story. We're, we are certainly not ending uh, this Uber story today. Uh, we are just ending this chapter. So with that, I want to jump right back in because I have a feeling this is going to be chonky. This is going to be super chonk. Um, you guys uh, found a way, uh, despite your best efforts, of not slaying King Wabikis, whose mind has been warped uh, by the uh, reemergence of the thorned monarch, Quixal, who has arisen from somewhere, his presence. I mean, this is like demigod level evil. Uh, he has arisen and it has tainted the minds of, of so many of the Bopanese citizens because after you narrowly, uh, kill Wabikis, but stabilize him, take a few hours to heal up and climb to the surface through the rubble, through the body strewn rubble because well, Quixal's like return caused this earthquake that split open the ground, bodies fell died. I mean, it's just death and destruction. You get up to the surface, it's even more death and destruction, because more of these fey creatures, these fey citizens have had their minds altered as well, and they're killing each other in the streets. Uh, fire! The bur- buildings are all on fire. Bopan has has fallen to themselves um, because of Quixal's return. And Odho of Bopan, the soul of the ancient uh, Bopanese hero who is tied to the perennial crown, tells you, 
We must take the crown away. Quicksile will stop it. Nothing to find it. This is the cause of this destruction. You need to get it off the island. So you're like, well, how are we going to do this? We don't know when uh, old Kumarok Blackthane is coming. Well, you look in the direction of a burnt out inn. You see some of the Fey Bopanese citizens are like huddled within. So not all of them have turned and like people are coming to kill them. Some of their could be their own relatives because their minds are crazy. And you hear Kumarok Blackthane, uh, uh, yell for the Pathfinder Society he comes with his sailors. He's wearing his badass armor and he starts wiping people away with his warhammer. You run up to him and he's like, I thought you were dead. I heard that you broke into the vaults and that they collapsed. And what is going? Did you kill the king? And you're like, most of that is true. We also have this talking crown. And uh, here, can you take the crown and bring it to safety? Uh, and he's like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to gather all of the Bopanese citizens who haven't uh, been turned yet. And anybody else who's safe that wants to come, come aboard my boat, the unsinkable. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get the crown out of here. Let's get the body of the king out of here. And let's get everyone to safety. So... As he says that, you see like these little thorns emerging from the ground that blossom these little gremlin-like creatures. Yeah, these little Jenkins come running at you. He's like, you deal with that. I'm going to have my men start making our way towards the docks. So you annihilate these four little gremlin creatures. And then you see just more and more are coming in the distance. But you've created a, uh, a, a, a bit of a gap between you and the civilians. So you just start running. You catch up with a black thane who's like running through the jungle now in the direction of the docks on the other side of the island from where you were dropped off and all of a sudden the ground erupts all of you are thrown to the earth and you turn and you see 100 feet or so away these giant thorn like uh thorns and vines and shit come out of the ground and start to ing- intermingle and intertwine until it is this 20 foot tall thorny butterfly who lets out this like ah, this mothra like scream and the bopanese like a bopanese guard captain comes up with his unit helps you to your feet and it's like please save our people we'll deal with this and they're like charge bravely charging towards this demigod and they're like uh, 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 the striking away with their little swords and you just see any damage that they're doing to the thorns immediately heals itself and then all of a sudden it bellows again unleashes a massive like barrage of thorns and immediately kills the entire Bopanese unit along with anyone else that was nearby and then starts like um, impaling them on their thorns lifting them up into the air and you watch as their skin turns pale and you hear this slurping sound all around you as it is drinking the blood of these poor, poor heroes. And that is where we pick up for today's saison finale. Saison finale. Francais. Francais. The description uh, of the impaled bodies rising up and being drained of their blood to strengthen the beast is very mid-boss fight cutscene in Dark Souls or Elden Ring. Yeah. yeah. It's very much <laughs> like an Elden Ring boss. It's so dark and so scary and so twisted. And uh, I plan to run. So let's, let's get running. <laughs> let's run away. Let's run away fast. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It seems to be the only way. So we are going to run and one could say we could even be entering a chase how about one more mini game to end this because will you make it to the docks i'm not sure there is a chance that you can lose the adventure 
right here during this chase. The thing bellows, kills all of the soldiers, and then starts making its way towards you. So here's how this works. There are several obstacles, okay? I'd like to be meta with this. I'm going to lift the veil because I think it's more fun for you, even though I'll describe it cinematically as we go through it. There are certain obstacles you're going to face on your way to safety. At each obstacle, you have to earn a certain amount of chase points to get past that obstacle. If you don't, it's good. you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> so... Let's start. Uh, you basically chase, point, chase points is also what I get when I use my credit card. That's true. <laughs> I get chase points too. I'm racking them up, man. Well, I'll tell you what. If you do well, you will earn uh, certain chase points here. Can I wall, earn so. chase points that way during this adventure? <laughs> uh, we should have. If, if Chase was our sponsor, then that would have been a fun, fun little uh, additional thing we could during do. During the encounter, we should stop at a restaurant. We'll get double chase points. <laughs> That would be amazing. That would be amazing if you had an actual play that is uh, sponsored by J.P. Morgan Chase. <laughs> one day. Buy some groceries, day. get double points, take an Uber. An take an miles. Uber to the dock. If we, stop and get, if we stop and get gas and have the Chase, we can chase Sapphire points when we get gas. Oh, yeah. Triple points. I really, I really didn't think this through. All the obstacles should be ways you can earn chase points. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> you have to like, yeah, you have to sit down and quick have a meal. You have to, you have to book something on Hotels.com right now. You have to book a stay, non-refundable. Business acumen. The streets on the outskirts of Hobo Dacuza are filled with panicked mobs of fleeing fey and fire alike. It's not only people running around. Fire is jumping from the trees, from the buildings all over the place. To try and navigate these crowds is going to be a real pain in the wiener. Um, so every round, each of you have a chance to do one of the tasks to earn chase points. At the end of the round, we progress the chase. The faster you get through these obstacles, the better chance you have of surviving. Your obstacle, uh, your obstacles, your options right now for this first round and this first obstacle are to use acrobatics or athletics to try and weave or push through, or to use society to like follow the flow of traffic on their way out to kind of like you know when you're in New Orleans during Mardi Gras it's like I see a way you just like using that now here's the thing if you're not good at either of those three things you might want to hold off and see if you can even add to this because a critical failure can hurt you make sense regular failure not so much but critical failure can slow you down so if you don't have great society acrobatics or athletics you're in trouble everybody has a uh, a a bottle cap to start Um, use them uh, as you will but keep in mind this is the season finale Uh, Who would like to start? Who feels very... I feel like this is a Balthazar lead the charge, but you tell me. Jared, would Rufus of a par like to go? Well, I was... Yeah, I was was bellying up to the bar. I think that Rufus will use his intricate knowledge of society to weave between these people and let them die instead of him. (laughs) (laughs) Maneuver. Like like a border collie, just sort of maneuvering the crowd into danger. Your, your, yes, a successful society role will tell you who is most expendable in this crowd. <laughs> okay. Come on. Don't make me use my bottle cap now. And I rolled a 14. 
Yeah, you cannot seem to find the right way. You're bumping into people, so you're like, come Damn on, follow it. me. And just ah, bump, ah, bump, get out of the way. Ah. <laughs> uh, who would like to try something next? I'd All like to try. Oh, go ahead. There you go. Carzer uh, uh, would like to try athletics. Uh, he's going to just be lifting people up off the ground and throwing them back in the path of the creature. As <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>, he's going. <laughs> oh, yes. The 26. 26. Okay, that is uh, a success. All right, so you have one. You've, you've earned yourself one chase point. Yeah. Uh, Balthazar. <laughs> Balthazar will use athletics to, uh, to use the bodies that cars are thrown to the ground as stepping stones to leap <laughs> over the crowd and keep running. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, ooh, uh, okay. Uh, that will be a 29. 29. That nice. is a critical success. Yeah. Nice. Which will earn you two chase points. Double points. Unfortunately, it seems like we are going to need Champ to do something here because this <laughs> obstacle is still there. And this obstacle is the crowd, like the, the throng. The crowd, of right, yeah. There's still a throng of people and fire ahead. Champ, what? Well, wow, from do? a meta perspective, that's pretty wild. So, in order to not die, all four PCs must succeed or two must crit with no fumbles. This is uh, terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Now, not die, you made that up. Just bad things are going to happen. I know. But I, for the drama, for effect. Uh, Champ is doing his weird skeleton gate. They do in like in uh, Elden Ring, and uh, he is going to use acrobatics to kind of like weave through. Excuse me, sorry, sorry, excuse me, sorry. Uh, not pushing people out of the way, but trying to ease uh, in between them. Here we go, acrobaticus. That is a fifteen. Fifteen acrobatics is a fail. Okay. Oh. Uh, now here's the good news. You do get one uh, sort of free round here, um, basically, because now the manifestation is coming up on you. So if you do not clear this obstacle in this second round, bad things are going to happen. So basically, by not clearing it, it's now caught up to you. But you act first. So uh, let's go to uh, round two. And you still need to make one more success here. But keep in mind, then you won't be able to contribute uh, to the second obstacle until the third round. You don't even know what that obstacle is. Yeah, so someone so with I think giant I'll, athletics. I'm going to jump yeah. in here because I, I have very few skills that I'm good at. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm going to do acrobatics just in case acrobatics doesn't appear in the next one. Um, What's your bonus? Plus nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, then you should totally do it. Do yeah, that. so I'll do, uh, yeah, it's his highest bonus of all skills. So I'll, I'll try acrobatics here. Come on, buddy. Come on, good like buddy. It's basically a 60-40 shot. Oh, dude, right on the goddamn line! <laughs> this is 18. That is an exact success. Oh, I knew yeah. it was right on the line! <laughs> uh, natty 9. Natty God, 9. Single digi! All right, right, so you clear the first obstacle of the Hobo like, this way, this way. crowds, like, but it is yeah. right on top of you, and you see it <laughs> rearing up to try and attack you in the same way that it attacked the guards. Uh, you push ahead, though, to the next zone, and you find yourselves in an impenetrable thicket. Immediately outside of Hobo Dekuza is this thicket of dense foliage and plant matter, the greenery yellowed by the roaring flames engulfing the city behind you. Myriad leaves and branches uh, attempt to restrain anyone who 
passes through them with preternatural strength. The jungle has come alive, and it is fighting with Quixal. You need to use either athletics, nature, or survival. Keep in mind, the DCs may be higher for one than they are for the other. Oh. Um, and that was the same case for uh, the Hobo de Cruza crowds. Uh, and right now, either Rufus, Balthazar, or um, Karazor can act before we move on. Can I ask a question? And you, if this is not something I'm supposed to know about the minigame, just tell me I don't need to know that. Sure. But are, are we gonna? Can we assume we'll have multiple rounds each zone? Is that how? Is that how it will work? Oh yes, yes. Well, here's what I can tell you: is like if the creature catches up to you, uh, you uh, something bad happens, and then you kind of move on to the next obstacle. Got it. So well, is I, the creature rolling anything, or does the creature always statically catch up, like? Each round, uh, you don't know that yet. The question I really, the question this you'll is find out soon. Enough. Is <laughs> How like, do, if I'm in gorilla, if I'm in gorilla stance, I get a bunch of bonuses. Mm-hmm. Like, would it? So would it be logical? Is this the kind of game where I could be like, I'm going to spend the first round and go into gorilla stance so that I can roll better in the second round? For sure. I don't. I, I don't just... want to hamper you if you have cool ideas here. And then you know, think. Don't think of it as like having three actions per round. Think of it as like if there's certain things you can quickly do to buff yourself. Go ahead and do it. I think it's fun. Oh, great. Well, then I will go into gorilla stance okay. and start to c- climb the thicket uh, using athletics. All right. Give me an athletics roll. Because I, I get a bonus for climbing in gorilla stance. Climbing over this, trying to weave through these things as they grab at you. Uh, correct. I, okay. Uh, tweener. So that will be a 24. That's not a tweener. That's a big old success is what yeah. that is. And because I'm in gorilla stance, any success to climb is considered a crit success. Oh, oh that's awesome. amazing. See, that's, that's just that awesome. That is called gameplay. Yeah, and it's also like the kind of thing that like almost never comes up. You know, it's so rare. And now it like comes up. And it's so huge. Like, that's, that's yeah. great. Yeah, well, yeah, get me in we're, like, trying to climb up. Oh, you get there faster, Balthazar. In this case, it actually right. made a difference. And, I mean, uh, you, you you climb a rope, like, one out of every ten sessions or something. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a really rare gift. This is awesome. That's cool. Uh, very, very cool. Okay, get out so. Of my way, peasants. Shouts Balthazar <laughs> and climbs the, the thicket. You've got two successes now towards this. Um, what do you want to do? Uh, you still have, uh, ba- excuse me. Karazor and Rufus can act here. There's two successes towards the second. Rufus will shout at uh, at Karazor, I know nothing of the ways of nature! <laughs> <laughs> Stand back, Rufus! And Karazor is going to use athletics to build a crude staircase out of human bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ooh, that's a 14. 14 ooh. is a fail. The staircase is of poor quality. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have guessed? <laughs> yeah. They the just the keep moving. Case. They won't stop squirming. All right, we need a critical success out of you, Rufus. Nature, uh, uh, survival, or athletics? A critical success is going to be, I think, impossible. Okay. Um, but I will. Even one I success w- would help. So I can go athletics, nature, or survival, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I do have a bonus to these things. Um, is there anything I can do to buff it like Matthew so brilliantly did? I don't know that there 
He is, except that Velthrexenbob, who has been manifested, does have a glider. Ah, that would really be stretching the definition of what the gliding <laughs> ability does. No, I'm just going to make the the skill roll. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it honest. Okay. Here we go. I'm using. I'm using. Here's what I can tell you. If well, yeah. tell me what you're going to use. Are you going to use athletics? I think I'm going to use athletics. If you'd like to see if Felfrex and Bob can aid you in your athletics, you could roll. Uh, you could use this gliding ability to perhaps uh, roll Velfrex and Bob's athletics and see if you get a plus plus one or two to your roll. What okay. is it? Plus one. Plus one for it. Yeah. What is Velfrex yeah. and Bob's athletics? I. Uh, don't uh, oh view skills okay uh, his athletics is plus nine holy shit plus nine all right so uh, I'll say gliding is going to make it DC eighteen as opposed to DC twenty okay he's going to glide and he's going to roll a twenty altogether a twenty all right nice. so you get a plus one to your athletics attempt here as you okay, try to like, grab onto Velthrex and Bob's wings to hover over the impenetrable thicket. Thank you. I love I love everything that happened here. On speed, go go die, go. And unfortunately, we're still just rolling a 15. 15 just. Do I want to use the hero point? This does doom us to have some sort of bad outcome. I'm using the I'm using the bottle cap. Okay. Here we go. Come on, double digits. Hit it. There we go. 18. 18 hits exactly. Yes. All right. You have one more success towards your John. It's top of the next round here. The manifestation of Quicksaw has made it up to your area. Uh, you still have not got out of here. Let's see if you can get out before it attacks. Uh, same thing. You need probably one more success, maybe two. Everything has a certain, a different number of chase points that are needed. You have three right now. Um, okay, then Champ is holding on to Balthazar's robot leg and is going, please don't leave me, please don't leave me, (laughs) and is doing nothing to help anyone. That's a diplomacy check. So I'm so glad that I did that acrobatics in the other one because he has got nothing in these three skills. So yeah, he's. I'm gonna see if we can get it with somebody else first. All right, Balthazar okay. will try to keep climbing. Please don't leave me. All right, athletics. Natty sixteen. Oh, that uh, might crit, dude. Twenty nine. That's a crit. It's a critical success. Yeah. Even uh, even with the skeleton. Clinging to my leg. Yeah, please. <laughs> oh, please. Oh, please. Let go. <laughs> All right, so you're able to get past this. Um, successes, if you had any extra, I won't say if you did, do not carry over to the next goal. Uh, you now move deeper into the jungle, and there is a like feral wildlife that is running away from the carnage within Hobodakuza. So you see a horde of deer, squirrels, and, and other usually tame wildlife like approaching you, and they're like, they're running around like crazy. Their eyes are shining with fey malevolence as their heads turn in unison and look at you as enemies, as perhaps the cause of the destruction of their jungle. Uh, So you have some options here. Obviously, Matthew is out for this round, uh, so... You can either use deception to try to misdirect the herd. You can uh, intimidate to cow the animals, stealth to sneak sneak past them, or nature to perhaps treat with them to stand down. 
Oh, I, I listen. He's he's not tough, but he is intimidating. Rufus is gonna march up and uh, be like, "All you animals, get out of the way, or I will release the fire of Velthrexiburg." <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Rolling a plus nine here. Come on, get it. Can I scare a squirrel that lives in the jungle? <laughs> a rabid jungle squirrel. There we go. 24. 24. Yes. And that was uh, intimidation? That was intimidation. Intimidation. That is one uh, success there. One chase point. Uh, Karazor or Champ. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Karzer is also gonna do an intimidation. He's yep. going to let out a hyena like chittering laugh and finish it up. So get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> twenty two, twenty two guys. Another success, champ. Yes. Dude, how could he fail? <laughs> how could he possibly? Uh, champ is going to use the uh, deception route. Okay. Uh, and it's just going to be like, uh, what's he going to say? Uh, oh, the creature's that way. You need to turn around. We all need to turn around. And I just get them to go the other way. Just and lie to the animals. Just lie to the animals and send them, them directly <laughs> to their death. <laughs> Let me tell Safety you how much is sympathy off the edge of that cliff over there. Champ the skeleton has for animals. Here dear, we go. Dear, there's a, there's a safe, safe house Champ, behind piece me. piece of shit. 25! Uh, <laughs> Another uh, success. Unfortunately, the manifestation now moves into your zone, and you still have not cleared this obstacle. It's a new round. You have three successes. What do you want to do? Anyone can act. Anyone want to treat with the animals? <laughs> it should It should probably not be me. I think it should either probably be Rufus or me or Champ. Maybe. Yeah, let's see. I I feel like if we get... Go for it, Rufus. Go for it. Okay. I call this song. Actually, I will go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm going full meta. I'm going full meta. If you roll a natural one, you can't fix it. If I do, I can fix it. I oh, oh that's he, a good right. point. So that's a good he's going to continue the I deception. I still like that you interrupted Rufus right before he started to play. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like about to like shred. Hold just on. Like, Hold on. <laughs> and then a skeleton puts his hand on his strumming hand. <laughs> hey, you dummies, yeah. why are you still running this way? It's the other way. Uh, and there it is. Natural two. Perfect. What? Perfect. What was the total? Uh, uh, the total was 10. 10. So that is okay. not a critical gonna, fumble. That is not a critical fumble. Oh. I'm not going to use it. See, in doing that math, I have a higher bonus than uh, you, Joe. So you tell him to hold, and now do you want to play your song, Rufus? It was meant to be. It was meant to be. <laughs> As I was saying earlier, <laughs> I call this song The Rhyme of the Burning Eucalyptus. Okay. <laughs> uh, look, as you might as you might guess, the rhyme of the burning eucalyptus is not a good song. <laughs> oh, no. oh no. In fact, it it's about a 14 worth of a song. A 14 
is not enough oh. to clear this obstacle. <laughs> 20 feet tall, this thing is. It's just knocking down trees as it comes. Uh, Balthazar and Karazor, how many more successes do you have in you? I could try again. You go and then I'll, I'll go if I need to. Uh Karazor is menacing these animals. They're like, you better clap! Clap at that fucking song! (laughs) (laughs) Please clap. Ten. Oh Oh my god, it's happening. It is happening. I'm gonna use my bottle cap, though. We're gonna gonna get tentacle-porned by a giant plant. (laughs) Butterfly. (laughs) (laughs) Tentacle-porned. Is that so, like, late 90s anime? It is now, baby! I'm gonna use my bottle cap. Oh, you're gonna use your bottle cap. cap. Okay. Alright, 19. 19 is a success. There you go, buddy. You are able to mow it down, and we move to the next obstacle. This thing There's is another one? Breathing down your neck. In fact, you see it just wind up and unleash a barrage of thorns that <laughs> annihilates every single one of those animals that was glaring at you. Just... And it's... Slurping at their blood. Then, suddenly, you walk through the jungle, and you reach a clearing right near the... I think the- we're running. You're running, you're running, (laughs) gently strolling through the jungle. The worst of it is over. No, you reach a clearing near the edge of the forest. And as you do, a chill mist descends over you. Those who breathe the mist, which would be everyone except Champ and Balthazar, who... No, Balthazar... (laughs) You breathe? Okay. I I think I do breathe in mechanical terms. All right, so everyone except Champ, you breathe in this mist. And as you do... You start to feel figments of your most terrifying and unpleasant memories from your past. What do you think those are as this mist enters your body here in the glade of screams, Balthazar? Uh, I'm just here. Go to somebody else while I, may, I confirm that I can't. I'm not breathing. I just Rufus. What Rufus is your most terrible sees memory? an image of himself in an inn, in a seedy inn with a needle hanging out of his arm as a sex worker pulls all the money out of his purse and, uh, and then uh, kicks him in the face before walking out on him. And he's unable to do anything because he's just drooling because his veins are full of poison. <laughs> I do not need to breathe. You do not need As to breathe. As constructs, automatons typically don't need to breathe, eat, or sleep. However, the body of an automaton needs to vent an imperceivable magical exhaust at a constant rate. So I can. So as long as I can, I don't need to breathe, but I do need to vent. All right. So, so, you, so like if what you were stop underwater, you, from you could still oh. drown. Underwater, you can drown. Yeah. Okay. Uh, interesting. It's a nice little caveat. I'm reading the same sort of thing about skeletons. Like the whole point is, it's like PC skeletons just do not operate like regular monster skeletons. They're supposed to have the same difficulties that other PCs do but it's a case by case basis um, yeah I, so like, venting, they, like a skeleton could drown for example they say and stuff like that yes yeah, the venting process requires breathable air to prevent a but I, I, I don't intake anything so so do you breathe champ it doesn't say you breathe it but it, it doesn't say you don't but it's basically what people are saying is like skeletons should need to be around breathable air or it starts interfering with their necromantic energy or something <laughs> So All right, well, have a cool dream then. What is your memory? <laughs> Doesn't fucking matter. What is your most horrible? Well, you know, memory? I was just thinking. I mean, he went down in the sanguine mist 
didn't he? Underground. Like he, he got knocked out, went unconscious. Yeah. So maybe maybe the mist does affect him in some way. What do you think he sees? Is that his memory? What happened earlier in the <laughs> yeah, just just earlier, yeah, yeah, two memory. sessions ago. <laughs> that was his most horrible memory. memory. <laughs> he's had a pretty good life. Yeah. Uh, or this is the worst trip he's ever had. <laughs> what about Karazor then? Karzor is tormented by the visions of the demise of the last side quest side sesh crew. Yeah. Seeing them uh, at the gallows uh, being hung or beheaded. Horrible. Here you have some options. You can try and roll perception to notice flaws that tell you that the memory that you're experiencing isn't real. You can use, uh, if you're not experiencing these memories, you could use medicine to provide mental care to your companions. Balthazar, I imagine you see uh, Rufus of Opara and uh, Karazor like stricken by something that isn't affecting you. You could use arcana, occultism, religion, or nature to recognize these memories as fey illusion magic. What do you do? Uh, Balthazar will use medicine to attempt to help uh, do I have to, can I do I pick a specific target or just say I'm using medicine to help the for target? flavor? Sure, yeah. All right, I will help cars or I'll be like it's not your it's not your fault. I shake uh, I shake uh, him. It's not your fault. It's not slap. your fault. It's not your fault. Um, Stop dying, you morons! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, thirteen. That is not a success. All right, I will use I will use a bottle cup. I'm there they dice. go. There they go. I have two actually. <laughs> oh. Roll the exact. I changed dice and roll the exact oh. same roll. Oh, oh. Natural eight. Damn it! Oh. Dupe. Uh, what about the rest of you? Oh wait, now I, it's a new. You you were the last one left over, I think, from the previous yeah. round, right? So now it yep. is a new round, and it steps into the glade <sighs> oh, of dude, screams. So this is it. Yeah, this is it. The Glade uh, of Screams. You can all uh, do stuff here. What do you want to do? Think this through. I have a really good Arcana bonus. I think I can get. I think I can get get out of this. I think I can get us some chase. I can think I can earn chase points toward a flight or. Hotel stay. Hotel stay. Yeah. Oh, that would be um, funny if you just earned enough chase points for a escape plane to roll up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you to the dock. <laughs> so, so Rufus is is seeing the illusion of laying on the floor uh, of the hotel room with the sex worker leaving with all of his money, and he's like, "Wait a second! When this really happened, I shit my pants. <laughs> I don't smell anything. I don't smell anything. You this see, is an illusion. Detail. <laughs> detail they left out." <laughs> they didn't know I shit my pants. <laughs> yeah, this is, ah, jokes this is, on them. This is a thin margin. I'm a, I wrote on 18 altogether. That is a success. One success in the glade of screams. <laughs> Who would like to go next? Remember, nature, a religion, occultism, arcana, medicine, or perception. I'd oh. like to. I'd like to do something fun, uh, if I may. So uh, I'll say his actual memory. Now's the time to have fun. Yeah, mm. I'll say his. This is going to be the end of all things. <laughs> I'll say his actual memory is 
he spent over a hundred years in a room that had a fountain in it, like a, 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 a magical pool, right? And he was ordered to never touch the pool and to just defend the pool from adventurers, from heroes. That was That's what he did for a hundred years. And he never went back or, or explored the um, demands of his necromancer. In the vision, what he sees is that simply dousing himself completely in the fountain would have restored his actual body and his life and allowed him to easily escape. The, wow. But he just never did it. He was too afraid to go against the rules. Uh, so what I want to roll is uh, Undead Lore, which is the oh. thing I would never normally use, but it will allow him to know that this is not true. And like, he could not have escaped. And he uh, is not a fool. And he uh, he was you know, doing what he could uh, to to get out of there. So I like it. Yeah, I like right, it. Here Let's we go. So, undead lore. It's going to be a tough one. Ow! Ow! 23. That is a success. Uh, nice. That is an absolute uh, success. Uh, so you're able to just shake it off. This is not real. You have two successes. Uh, Balthazar and Karazor have yet to act. I'm going to try occultism this time. I have a slightly better bonus. So what am I, am I, with occultism, I'm trying to like... Can I use that as someone who's not suffering from the vision, or do I have to use medicine? Yeah, because you can, like, use occultism to, like, maybe explain to them the situation. You're like, this is fey magic at work here. This, uh, is, but- this is fey magic. You're breathing, in the, you're breathing in this mist. It's causing you to hallucinate. And I slap Karazor across the face in my in-gorilla stance. <laughs> Boom! Okay, Natty 18, 24. Nice. 27, that is a success, and you only needed three chase points to complete oh, this one. God. Oh, thank God. God. You move on. <laughs> I really thought... That that was it. That this one he was going to catch up and do something bad. Like I yeah, thought we were yeah. out of out of luck. All right, uh, he is in the glade of screams. However, you now have Karazor. You can act before this round ends at the next obstacle. You move forward past this clearing. Everyone's still like shaking off these horrible memories, and uh, the ground suddenly gives way uh, in a matter akin to quicksand. But rather than salt, you notice that the ground is loose soil mixed with blood and you're all sinking in it and you can almost like you hear the water up ahead you can tell that the docks aren't far away but you're sinking in like a bloody mire of quicksand your options here are athletics to try and haul yourself free medicine or crafting to use reagents to coagulate the sand and make escape easier for you and your allies or you have one Athletics chance. Athletics and here. medicine. That's it. Athletics, medicine, or crafting. Okay. End end of okay. the line. Here we go. Okay. Uh, Karzor is gonna just try to grab a vine and pull himself free. Uh, oh, natural one. Oh, and there it is. That is a critical we were due. failure as this creature creeps up into this bloody mire right behind you. You do have bloody a round blade. to try and make up ground here, but it is on you as you are sinking. And with it, all of your hopes and all you think is, thank God, the crown went ahead. At least the crown will be saved while you die here on this dead island. New round. What do you want to do? Athletics, medicine, craft. You can get creative here, but don't get too creative. 
How about acrobatics? Is that too creative for you? Uh, I'll do acrobatics. The DC is going to be higher. All right, that is. I'll take that. That is okay. super fair. Uh, he will try to, yeah, swim his way out, basically. Um, not through the power of strength, but through speed. Kicking his little bone phalanges to uh, <laughs> get out of this quicksand and hopefully not make it worse. Here we go. I have the DC, and it's very fair based on what they've given here. Oh, uh, shit. It's a higher DC. It's a 19. That's it exactly. Oh, wow. <laughs> I knew the other ones were 18. I was like, if he made it 20. That is going to cancel out uh, Karazor's critical failure. So you're back at zero here. Karazor. Okay. He's like, oh, of course, I got you. I got you. In an acrobatic manner. Uh, we have Rufus of Opara, Balthazor, and Karazor have a chance here. Um, uh Go ahead. Uh, I'm just gonna. Use, I'll use athletics. I'll use athletics. Maybe Balthazar will hope that by kicking his automaton legs with ex- with lots of force, he'll be able to churn this quicksand into uh, to butter like a frog in the pot. You know, I'm, I'm mixing my my things here. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, we know where you're going for. You know where I'm going. <laughs> yeah, uh, twenty five. Twenty five. That is a success. Nice. And what was that again? What did you use? Athletics. Athletics. Yes, that is a success. Okay. Rufus of Opara and Karazor. Uh, Karazor's going to keep uh, trying to pull himself out with athletics. There we go. 22. 22. That's a success as well. The um, Veltrexen Bob is going to aid me by, uh, as I'm sinking, his jaws are going to uh, grasp my shoulder, and I'm going to be like, ah, not so hard! And he's going to be like... <laughs> Because <laughs> he's like, kind of, he wants to eat me, but uh, just a little pacts, bit. Yeah, but our pa- the pact between him and my family don't allow him to do that. So can I roll his athletics first? Yeah, roll, roll athletics, see if you give yourself a plus one. Right. So, <laughs> uh, no, he rolled a 15. He so. just starts eating some of the sand. He's like, I spit it out. It tastes terrible. And he loses his grip on you. So you're on your own. I should have known you would give up on me just because you don't like the taste of sand. <laughs> <laughs> the prophecy was correct. Okay, uh, here I go with my tiny athletics bonus, which is my best bonus among crafting or or um, the other thing. Come on! Come on. 15. 15 is a failure. Karazor, what do you do? Oh, you already acted. That's I it. Yeah, We're done. Right, a, this is the over. first time you have failed with the manifestation upon you. It rears itself up and it blasts all of you with thorns. It hits you so hard that you are all lifted out of the quicksand and thrown further into the forest. Everyone takes 13 points of damage. Oh, oh no, Savy John. A little reflexy. Baby no likey. Damn it. <laughs> Baby no likey. Uh, yeah, you are thrown forward, just making sure uh, there is no reflex save, and there is not that I can see right here. So you are thrown forward, but the good news is you are out of that obstacle, and just like it did with the Fae, it starts slurping at the ground. All of your blood trails that were left behind you see, just are sucked into the ground as the creature is getting more and more 
powerful. You reach the next obstacle, and uh, you see in the distance the unsinkable on the dock. People are are getting on black things, leading the charge. Come on! Come on! Everything's happening in slow motion. Um, But you see... Let me see. I didn't copy paste this one very well. Like massive pillars of sand up ahead between you and the docks. Because now you're like at the shore and the sand starts to like, like uh, the Sandman in Spider-Man starts to come up and make massive hands that start oh, to like oh, oh. grab at you as you are running towards the dock. So you can either use uh, crafting to identify weak points in these uh, artificial constructs or deception to zigzag past them, perhaps acrobatics to evade them as these hands come up as a last-ditch effort to pull you in before you reach safety and the unsinkable. New round. That thing is sucking up your blood, so maybe you have some time here. What do you want to do? Crafting, deception, or acrobatics? Uh, I'll do acrobatics to try okay. to bob and weave through. Use his skinniness to his advantage. Here we go. Okay. Oh, dude. 25. 25 nice. is a success. <sighs> Rufus, Balthazar, or Karazor? Uh, Balthazar uh, will use acrobatics as well. Great. He'll try to be extra nimble now that he's out of the sand. His body pierced with thorns. Oh, I'm going to use my other bottle cap. Oh, there she goes. <laughs> there it is. Natural use five. Them, okay. And I roll I rolled natural five. Use the bottle cap to roll a natural six. Oh, so what's, what's the total? Though? 14. Good? 14. 14 is not a success. <sighs> Karazor, champ. Karazor is going to try to pirouette his way through the madness acrobatics that is a 19 19 is a success I said champ but I meant Rufus is the last one here well these are all skills that I suck bunghole at (laughs) so I guess uh, uh, Rufus will look at the pillars of sand and go what the fuck is this shit (laughs) and then uh, he will attempt a deception roll come with me behind the curtain and take a look at my plus four Deception bonus. Okay. Hey. It and be zero, worse. zero bottle caps. Come on, Don't buddy. Don't be a bitch, Die. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's a natural. Two. Oh, that's a fumble. That's oh, a fumble. No. That is a fumbony. Because uh, that, correct me if I'm wrong, that is a six, right? Six, yes. yes. All right, so you're, yeah, maybe Rufus like falls, like a piece of one of the fingers trips him, and he falls to the ground, slowing you down. We move to the next round. The creature is still soaking up the blood, uh, and it does not advance into your zone while it drinks the blood. So you have a little extra time here, but for how long? New round. You only have one success here. You may have a chance to escape as it drinks your blood. Deception, acrobatics, or crafting, anyone can go. A champ will reach out for Rufus. Rufus, take my hand! And use deception to pull your hand away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> use deception like, gotcha, bitch! And then he just takes out. Uh, I will roll acrobatics. Okay. Dude, another natty 18. 27! Nice. 27! Critical success. Yes! Yeah, there we go. Huge. Yeah! 
All right, you have three successes. How many do you need? Okay, Rufus, Karazor, Balthazar. Acrobatics again. Trying to he fell. He fell last time. The ground is so unstable. He's going to center himself. Try to be extra monkey. He's got to look like Ultron, like flipping through these sandy hands. (laughs) Ultron. (laughs) Not a crit, but a twenty-three. That is a success, and that is your fourth chase point, and you only needed four for this obstacle. You evade these hands as they try to grab you, and you run up the gangplank. Uh, the gangplank is the, gank is the gank plank. plank. <laughs> That's where you get ganked. You get ganked. Those guys that were camping with sniper rifles. He kicks it right as you come and says, "Fuck you!" You got. You just got gangplanked. <laughs> no, you run up the gangplank. They reach for you. Everybody pulls you on boat. They push away and they shove off. Wow! And you leave the island of Bopan. Wow, I did not think we were actually leaving the island. Wow. I buy Bopan. That's awesome. Bopan is in the distance. It appears as if you have saved the perennial crown, saved countless citizens who were not turned by this malevolent phase influence. So you are out of the woods. Or are you? Let's take a quick break, and then we'll find out. And we are back, and I definitely didn't just house two Fig Newtons. Oh, I love Fig Newtons. I haven't had a Fig Newton in forever. Came home the other day, sitting on the counter is a package of fat-free Fig Newtons that is, was clearly opened by a five-year-old because it's ripped like a animal would open it. <laughs> Half of them spilling out on the counter. It's like, give me some of those Crumbs everywhere. That's a very Crumbs. crummy cookie. It's, it it's is. Very Top 10 snack, though, for sure. Top 10, yeah. It's no, I think cookie. it is. Underrated, for sure. I absolutely love it. Yeah, underrated. I don't think people talk enough about how awesome Fig Newtons are. Fig Newtons are so... You know me. I am not one to... um not indulge. Shower. I indulge in, in anything I, I feel like. And Fig Newtons, I don't buy because I will eat an entire sleeve. Like, I can't, I can't stop. <laughs> They're so good. Uh, and they obviously they blow up in your stomach. So, like, you think you still want another one after your third one. And then you're like, I am. Oh, I'm very full now. I <laughs> feel I gross. <laughs> it's like Lembas. You yeah. just eat them. Yes, it is. <laughs> do you just bite them and then move on with your day? Or do you like to like, like I like to do, I like to eat one side of it and sort of open it up and then scrape the fig with my teeth? Oh, uh, no, I don't do that. That, that's, yeah, that. that Troy, that's barbaric. That's barbaric. <laughs> that is. That is. Are you sure like the five-year-old really... opened that package or did you just black <laughs> out? Did you just did you <laughs> go at it with your teeth? <laughs> <laughs> do you guys do you guys like to just uh, spit on it and let it soften and then, uh, <laughs> and, then and then eat it like the fly? You spit on it and let it soften. How did you think of the grossest possible way in one second? That is that's that's impressive. They used to have they probably still do, but raspberry Newtons. I mean, I even those. better. Even better. That's even better. That's the yeah. one drawback of the one weakness of the fig newness is I don't really like fig, but I love the cake like coating. And if you have raspberry, perfect. No notes. I thought you were going to say that that's the no one notes. drawback. You eat one of those now, you gain four pounds immediately. Lots of say. That's one of the real drawbacks of Fig Newtons. It is a uh, a treat that I find is extremely rarely uh, homemade. 
Like people don't like make fig Newtons, uh, with the exception of a neighbor that I have in this neighborhood who has a fig tree. And he came out one time to a thing and he was like, Oh yeah, my wife made some, you know, fig treats. So they're basically like fig Newtons. Like they're wrapped in a little pastry cake kind of thing and baked or whatever. And they were so good. <laughs> like fresh made fig Newtons. It was amazing. Looks like you can still get strawberry Newtons, but then oh, there's an, that's fine too. You know, there's an my wife and I, yeah, my wife an and I, Joe, raspberry still. I'm sorry, sorry. I'm sorry, Matthew. No, no, no. I was, I was talking over you. Strawberry Newtons sounds great. I was just saying, my <laughs> wife and I actually make Cheetos. We make <laughs> homemade make Cheetos? Cheetos, homemade Amazing. Cheetos. Yeah, we uh, make corn into a kind of a cylinder. And then we add different artisanal, different artisanal cheeses, artisanal cheese powders. Yeah, we powder the cheese. Which, <laughs> How do you, you powder know, a brie? You gotta have a, a bucket and a sun, a lot of sunlight. <laughs> sun cheese. This was all. Cheese. This was all worth interrupting, Matthew. Yeah, <laughs> um, well, far be it for me to interrupt the game that we're playing because that was a harrowing run from the burning streets of Hobo Dakuza into the jungle through the clearing to the shore to make it back onto the unsinkable. Uh, you've taken some damage. Obviously it could have been a lot worse. Uh, you know, make sure you listen to uh, cannon fodder. When we talk about this app, that that could have gone sideways a million times, but they definitely have fail safes in there to make sure you don't get completely annihilated. Uh, however, you can lose the adventure straight up in the, the chase. And instead you took, I think what 13 points of damage. Do you have an ability to heal this now in sort of the quiet of shoving off? Um, is this something you want to do? Uh, Chen has the ability to take care of himself, but... Only in shoving off? That's ominous. Shoving off is when we get downtime. We don't have, like, say, eight hours to rest right now on the boat? It doesn't feel as if you do. Oh. There is a very... uh, There is an an ominous Malicious presence. Of, like, just... Maybe maybe it's seasickness, but there's just this really uh, quiet... Uh, solemnitude amongst everyone on the boat and people feel very uneasy. And so you pick up on this right away as you've been adventuring and fighting now for hours <laughs> straight. And so you pick up on this, your senses are heightened as well. And you see Black Thane still get his armor on and he's silent, just watching out over the water. So you feel like maybe you want to heal here. Can and someone treat my wounds? Can someone treat? Well, do we Rufus feel like we, they, How would you feel like this? That's. Uh, do you have ten minutes, or is it like something is coming? Let's do this. We'll do it in ten minute segments. Tell me everything you want to do for the ten minutes as the boat starts to take off. I treat my own wounds. Okay. Um, and I will. Yeah, I'll just do a regular treat. Regular old treat wounds. Uh, and I get it for, oh, wait, no, I rolled natural one. <laughs> so you hurt oh. yourself. So I hurt myself. Oh, you no. just break a circuit. Uh, oh, no. One D eight. Is it one D eight damage or two D eight damage? One D eight damage. I 90% it's sure. It's like black oil starts coming out of your gears. <laughs> get this. Here's what Seven I do. Seven points of damage. Oh, gosh, darn it. Uh, that sucks. Here's what I do. I use my knowledge of society to find a healer among the refugees from Bopon. I love it. God. 
so creative. And, give give yourself a, 10 HP. Bottle cap. <laughs> a bottle cap. Is that, do I really get one? <laughs> yeah, you get yep. a skid cap. You can use yep. it on any challenge initiated by cap. skid. <laughs> I rolled a 24 on that society roll, so I... Do I find a healer? Twenty-four. You, you ask around, and, and they bring you over. This is all happening in this ten minutes. They bring us over this old man. He says, "You are in need of a healer. I, I am no healer, but I do have something that could help. Um, I hope you understand. You can only have one of these. It is either this potion of healing, or this bottle cap." Oh, oh, I can only have the potion of healing or the bottle cap from earlier. Yes, the other one will be given to my son. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it was done really right well. I promised him one of the two. <laughs> Just to be clear, uh, is this an additional bottle cap to the one Skid gave me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but this one can be used in this adventure. Okay, uh, then I'm going to take the potion of healing. Okay. Both have a picture of his son on it. He's just like, let me take that off. Here you are. Here's <laughs> Little a Jimmy Brand potions. I, I Potion looked down. I the looked only down one on it, the boat. I looked down at his innocent son and I say, sorry, kid. It's in my rider. And then I'm going to ta- take the potion. How much does that... How much do I... What is it? 2d8? What is it? Is it... Uh, 2d8 plus 5 is usually around this level. Uh, Healing potion uh, lesser. lesser. Yeah, I'm fine with that. 2d8 plus 5. Yeah, champ, what are you doing? Do you get a couple HP back if you... If Valthrex and Bob eats the kid? (laughs) (laughs) Just throwing that out there. I gave you that. Jared was too busy doing math. Please don't. I'm kill. sorry, I was doing math. Do I? Velthrexenbaugh uh, wants to eat the kid, but uh, when he feels the the healing flow through my body, which also is connected to his body, uh, he belches loud loudly and then farts. <laughs> <laughs> champ and cars. Uh, champ is going to uh, immediately feeling this uh, this pressure. He's going to do a touch of corruption. And uh, his bones start to knit back together. So that gets him some healing. But then he is, while, you know, while this danger may be upon us, he is f- refocusing for 10 minutes after that. So that just takes one instant. And then for 10 minutes, he's refocusing uh, to try to get it back. So that's his 10 minutes. Okay. So he's still not fully healed up, but he did get some healing. Karazor, what is happening during your 10 minutes? Karzor really has no options, but so he's just going to be like, ah, like plucking the thorns out of his flesh and just like, like licking the uh, wounds that have resulted. Okay. We'll say during this same 10 minutes, um, Black Thane comes over. That was, uh, that was harrowing. I didn't think that we'd get out of there. Is this my voice? I can't remember. But anyway. <laughs> Just say, uh, just say the word, say the word cock. You said it a lot. Like, cock! <laughs> there we go. There it is. Found it. That's you. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I know not what to do next other than to swing around back to the north side of the island and make our way back to the coast. Uh, it will be a couple of days journey, but, uh, what, what would you do? Well, we have hours and hours to plan and do things. Uh, nothing's going to happen really soon. So 
I guess I go to my cabin and rest for eight hours. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Before you leave, uh huh, uh huh. We, we need a, we need some sort of a, a plan here. This is all. This is this all happened very fast. Why, why do you have to go around that side of the island? Can we just take the wind straight away, far, far from the island, and take keep a wide berth? We don't know if the creature could reach us from uh, if, we're, if the island is even in sight. Yes, that is that is true. We we do we need not return to what what was the city you met me in? I can't remember. Quantium. We need not return to Quantium. We could sail. Uh, straight to the east. Yes, to Kadira, Kadir, or Absalom, Diago. Should we consult uh, the Crown, your friend uh, Otto? Yes, where is Otto? Otto. I, I gave, uh, I gave the Crown to uh, my first mate, Fezziwig. Do you Fezziwig! trust him? Do you trust him? Fezzi, of course I trust him. I trust him with my life. Fezziwig! Has anyone seen Fezziwig? Oh no. oh no! The guy said, uh, "I saw I saw him go below deck uh, a couple minutes ago when we uh, when we got here." Who are you? What's your name? Uh, my name is uh, Bill. I'm new. Uh, <laughs> hi, I, uh, hi, Bill. I, I just started working on this ship, and uh, a hell of an adventure to start things off. But I'm Bill. Uh, I'm married. I have two kids. Uh, <laughs> what's your name? Balthazar punches him in the face. <laughs> Why did you let him get away? Oh, I'm not the first mate. Fessy Wang said he was going downstairs. Little, little rookie hazing. <laughs> Fuck. A yeah. robot just punched me. Karazar shouts, get him, and just grabs him and tries to throw him over the railing oh. of the ship. <laughs> Splash. I help, I help. Yeah, he goes over. <laughs> and Bill drowns. And Bill drowns immediately, because Bill, uh, while married... two children. Two Father. children. <laughs> he did not know how to swim. Uh, <laughs> they call that the sailor's curse. <laughs> go, right. Let's go below we deck. go below see. decks, yeah. All right, so this is like a four-decker ship. I'm at um, half my HP. Can't wait for are this combat. We, uh, yeah. So we didn't have a second 10 minutes. That was one 10 minutes. This is all happening within the first 10 within minutes. Within the first 10 minutes. Yes, Got within it. the first 10 minutes. Um, and you go below deck, Balthazar, with only half HP. You go down. He's like, you should have brought us to my quarters. And he busts open the door to his quarters. And lying on the ground in a pool of blood is one of the sailors. And his hand is like outstretched towards a mirror that's standing on the ground. And there's just like a blood streak on the mirror where his hand stays at the bottom. What? Fezziwig, what? We have a traitor in our midst. And what of the crown? Speak to it! Does it not communicate tele- telepathically? Wait, is is this Fezziwig? Yeah, he turns the body over. That's him. I think, uh, I think you got yourselves a Dracula on board. No. No. That's my the, guess. The crown. Otto! Otto, are you there? Otto! Otto! And all of a sudden, you all hear, uh, screaming from above deck. And then, a, like, a big rumble through the sky like a storm is coming or 
something in the sea is moving. It's just this like gong 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 and Karazor, you feel something in like the pit of your stomach. This six six feeling. It almost feels like nostalgia, but like the bad kind of nostalgia, like a feeling so powerful. It almost knocks you over. What do you guys do? We run towards the screams. You run up towards the screams, and people are just like, ah, pointing and and shouting towards the shore. But Karazor, we follow you. We stay on you. And you hear everyone screaming, and and you turn and look, and it's just like a a, a haze. Uh, You can't even see the shore through the mist. So you turn and look, but your attention is brought towards the, 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 the front of the boat because you're sailing away. Everyone is looking behind, so you move towards the front of the boat, and, uh, Again, you feel that sick feeling. It almost makes you buckle over, and you buckle over, and we'll say you grab the sides of the boat. And Uh as you do, you see like a small island in the distance up ahead with a uh, like a solitary mountain, might even be a volcano uh, atop it in the direction of where the ship is going. And the only reason this even jumps out to you is you could swear you see a solitary figure standing like near the top of the mountain. Let's oh. say you like grab a spyglass from one of the crew members and focus on it. And you see a masked figure oh, standing there. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Cowers just says like, it cannot be. He turns and says like, we must make haste now for the safety of the active volcano. <laughs> <laughs> focus in on this figure again, looking if only it was the mask of the crystal ghosts. Sadly, it is the unmistakable mask of the Shea, Nikesor. And in his hands, he holds the perennial crown. He slowly places the crown on his head, and you just hear Odd Ho from like a distance. She sounds so far away. She's like, help! Help! And he raises his arms to the sky. And as he does so, again, the passengers in the back of the boat start screaming. The mists part. And you see the terrible avatar of Quixal now arrive at the shore where you just left about ten minutes ago. And it's bellowing, audible uh, bellows of uh, frustration. You can barely hear them over the rolling surf. And you see it like fluttering agitatedly back and forth against the shoreline. But as Nikesor raises its arms, it's almost like he is at one with Quixal. And the butterfly buries its tendrils into the sand. And simultaneously you all hear Black Thane and Odho cry out in words and thoughts respectively. Pathfinders! To your battle stations! Let's roll for initiative. Okay. My god. Let's roll for (sighs) initiative. We'll explain what's going on here. 
Black Thane yells to your battle stations. You hear Otto yell to your battle stations. It comes for the crown, Otto says. Before anyone on the ship can react, a massive arm formed from roots and thorns reaches up from beneath the sea, splitting into a net of seaweed and vines that entangle the unsinkable and hold it back against the beating wings. Uh, the beating winds, you're just held in place here in the sea. And then you see this manifestation of the thorned monarch leap powerfully from the beach and start soaring towards the ship, the water flattening in the wake of of its outspread wings as this hateful fey creature readies to sink the unsinkable. We'll go to the map here. Oh, dear. There you are. Whoa. <laughs> oh, cool. Let me show you what this oh, thing... Oh, cool. Oh, I can't show you what this thing looks like that way, but I want to show you the other way. If I may... Station Quicksaw Boom Saucington right there. Right there. Oh wow. Oh. So this is the thing that was just chasing us. This is the thing that was chasing you. So you saw it on the shore just kinda like trying to find a way, but with Nikesor holding the crown, it just somehow activated it. It sunk its roots in. Those roots have gone all the way from the shore underground to the sea of where the boat is, reaches up, holding the boat in place, and then it leaps towards you. It's about a hundred feet away from the boat right now. Let's talk initiative and then let's get into it. Uh, Balthazar, what did you get? Uh, I rolled a natural eight. Uh, so I'm going to use perception uh, and that gives me a 13. 13? Okay. Um, Karazor? Uh, I got a 23. 23 nice. for Karazor. Karazor. Uh, Rufus of Opara? 12. 12 for Rufus and Champ Kindly. 14. 14 for Champ. Tightly clustered. Tightly clustered. Uh, let me walk you through what your options are here. This thing is obviously 100 feet away. Uh, Matthew is, is at half hit points. It explicitly says in the book you have 12 minutes uh, before this happens. So you're really huh. only given that 10 minutes oh, uh, to do something before the encounter begins. Um, so... It is 100 feet away. It will go first. And the first thing it will do is move... uh, I'll have it double move um, 60 feet closer. You see it just... Move towards the boat. And then it is going to... um, you guys put yourself... I, I just kind of put you haphazardly on the boat. Karazor, I did say you were towards the front of the boat. Before I do anything, I want you guys to put yourselves where you think you were on the boat. What side? Oh, there's a the butterfly. Me arbitrarily picking. Uh, can I put myself in the lifeboat and uh, and row <laughs> myself away? Sailing away. <laughs> come sail away. Come, come sail away. away. Come sail away from this boat. Uh, we should spread out. Spread out, Balthazar says. Perhaps we can evade... It's some of its spray. It's thorn spray. Okay. Champ goes to the uh, southern edge of the boat. Balthazar goes to the back. I'm saying southern in terms of north, south, east, west, but you go to the uh, starboard side there. And uh, Balthazar to the aft. Rufus right in the middle. And then, of course, Carzor. Oh, why am I in the middle? (laughs) (laughs) You can place yourself elsewhere if you'd like, Rufus. Up to you. Uh, I just need my dragon. I don't mind staying there, actually. Ah, uh, your dragon. Yes, I have him. He was right here the whole time. Oh, oh I see him. Oh, look at him. He's right next to me, ah! Uh. 
<laughs> I'll ah! be yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, what the hell? I'll stay right here. Okay, great. Um, all right. So Am I clustered too close to Balthazar? Actually, sorry, sorry for the indecision. So too close to Champ? Yeah, I am. I'm gonna go. Oh dear me. I'm gonna go. I guess. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go down here. Okay. Um. With its final action, it is going to shoot a thorn at Karazor. Ah! Uh, as if it knows who it wants to attack. That is a 27 to hit. That's a hit. Okay. This is nasty. Actually, shouldn't be too, too bad. It is a huge creature, it appears. Huge. 13 points of piercing damage, and you will take 1d4 bleed on oh, your turn. Man. Oh, it man. Hits you, uh, hits you with this thorn, and you are bleeding. I will add the uh, persistent John here. 1d4. Bleed. Okay. How much damage did I say? Uh, 13. 13. Okay. Yeah, so boom, you get hit by this spike, and you just start gushing blood. Now, here's the good news. It is Karazor's turn, and you will have one other weapon at your disposal. There are cannons on the boat. Oh. You could move to the cannons and fire the cannons, and it is two actions to fire the cannons, and I will tell you uh, what the cannons do. You help the Unsinkable's crew to fire the ship's cannons at the manifestation of Quixal. The cannons fire either cannonballs or harpoons at a range of 100 feet. Attempt an attack roll with a plus 17 bonus against the manifestation, and there are certain things that can happen based on your level of success. Um, And you can choose, if you choose to harpoon it, success allows you to pull it closer as well as doing damage to it, uh, whereas I believe you do more damage with the cannonball, but you don't get the added bonus of pulling it towards you. So keep that in mind. That is an option for you. Uh, and now it is Karazor's turn. I, uh, Karazor would like to try to harpoon this thing. Okay, all right. So you move to the station and you fire away a harpoon. Give me a roll with a plus 17 to hit. Okay. Uh, That's a 31. 31. Uh, That is a hit, not a crit. Uh, All right, so a success. The manifestation uh, takes 1d8 plus 4 piercing damage and is pulled 15 feet closer towards the unsinkable. Nice. Okay, that's uh, 8 damage. Okay. And that is Karazor's turn. At that momento, a uh, let me see how they describe this in the book because they do a much better job than I will. Something uh, like fires up from underneath the boat. A uh, oh, where is it? A basically a like thorny cocoon like pops up, breaking through the wood floor and just sprouts uh, on the deck. Um, And it shows up right in the middle of the boat. So I'll put it right there. Hello. (laughs) Okay. Now let's see what he wants to do. He is going to... Okay, I can do... Uh, where is everybody standing? Where's Rufus of Opara? 
Oh, there he is down there. He's, he's upside down. Uh, all right. How did that happen? <laughs> I You oh, fell to the ground. It was quite embarrassing. <laughs> all right. He is going to uh, step down uh, to the starboard edge of the boat, and then he is going to... Um, do this uh, this activity right towards Rufus and Velthrex and Bob, known as Hypnotic Thrum. It's a 30-foot oh. line. Just blah, 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 blah. give me a will save. Who, who, who is it targeting me? You and Velthrex and Bob, so two separate oh. will saves. Okay. And this is coming from the big Mamma Jamma, right? No, this is the little guy that's on the boat over oh, here. Oh, the little cocoon? Yeah, the little cocoon. It's okay. Like getting into Ru- your mind. That is a uh, 17 from Rufus. Okay. And a 25 from Velthrexenbob. All right, Velthrexenbob is unaffected whatever uh, mental... Uh, hypnosis it's attempting to inflict upon you. Velthrex and Bob is able to shake off. However, something about um, uh, something about uh, it, what's what's being fed into your mind, Rufus, is leaving you feeling a little bit off. It's almost like the will of this quicksaw is being exerted through this piece of it that is sprouted on the deck, and it's left you feeling fascinated. So you take oh, the fascinated oh. position. No! I don't want to! <laughs> I don't like feeling that way. Fascinated? Not so bad. Uh, or is it? You are compelled to focus your intention on something, distracting you from whatever else is going on. You take a minus two status penalty to perception and skill checks, and you can't use actions with the concentration trait, concentra- concentrate trait, unless they uh, or their intended consequences are related to the subject of your fascination is determined by me um, blah 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 this condition ends if a creature uses hostile actions against you or any of your allies so uh-huh. we will keep that in mind and now it is champ's turn God. Uh, all right so Ch- champ was gonna cannon this thing but now sorry champ just one second uh, yeah. you uh, you were bleeding Karazor, so you take four points of bleed damage and give uh. me a recovery check. Okay. Uh, fail. Fail. Okay, so you remain bleeding, and Karazor takes four points of bleed. Now it's you, Champ. Uh, man. Yeah, Champ was going to try to fire at this thing, but now, uh, with this cocoon on deck menacing Rufus and Velthrex and Bob, he will move to that creature, and he's just going to swing at it with a, with a kukri. Okay. And see if he can damage it. Uh, here we go. Oh, Slices. Natural three. Oh. And oh. then he will... Man, I hate this. Um, he will slice again. I have to try. He will slice again. I have again. to try. Natural 20. There oh, we go. There it is. There we go. On the second slice. Humongous. That is Humongous. a fan critical. That is a fan Critical. Uh, let's let's hear from. Oh, this one's to me. Uh, all right, from Bjorn <laughs> in Halakis Vastra Gotlands. Nailed it. Ion ah. Sveringe. Yep, man. Yeah. I feel like I'm there. 
I feel like I'm there. <laughs> and the best part is I pronounced it all right. Really, really impressive. This one is called Five is the Best Number, Joe. <laughs> it's, it's written to me. Amazing. You don't know why and you don't know how you did it, but your attack is the best attack you've ever made and probably ever will make. Everything just went right when you connect with your target. Just know that you became an instrument of total destruction. Double damage. If a PC drew this, have Joe roll a d20. If he gets a natural five, instead deal double max damage. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I will roll a d20. So we're doing double damage unless I roll a natural five. Uh, no, natural ten. Okay. But still double damn zoni, which is fantastic. Uh, that is going to be a... Oh, man. That's 24 points... Of wow. slashing and awesome. then 1d8 persistent bleed if oh, it bleeds. Great. Wow, it certainly does. 1d8. Nice, it bleeds. All right, if so it that's bleeds, what I was like. It. Yeah, that's what I was worried about. It's like if it was a purely like mentally kind of creature or something and it was just made from magic, I was like, come on. All right, great. Uh, very cool. Okay. Um, and that's his turn. So that's move turn. up and uh, s- strike twice. It is now Balthazar's turn. Balthazar is in rough shape back there. Um, yeah, so I'm going to do some battle medicine on myself. Just okay. to get things started. Uh, this could go bad fast. Keep you in the fight. Natural 16. Okay, so I, I'll do some healing. That's one action. Uh, it's two actions. Wait, 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 wait. Did you crit? Uh, no, 21. Okay. I didn't know if you had a plus nine in medicine. No, I do not. Um, okay, I do all right. I get back 11 points. Um, yeah. All right, and then he says two actions to fire the cannon. Uh, yes, it can be done once per round. So oh, last so round, uh, Kara, oh wait, did Kara, we're still in the same round, right? Yeah, I haven't gone yet. Yes, so they, you can guys can do it again next round, and anyone uh, can take. That I didn't action. realize that. Okay, well that yeah. made that decision easier. All right, great. All right, well then I will use my uh, my uh, what is it? My incredible movement as a monk to move thirty five feet towards the cocoon. Awesome. And with my final action, Flurry of Blows. Yeah, smack Ooh. it up. Okay, crack die on one. Natural 20. Yes! Oh, oh my oh, god. There we go. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, so it will be a... Uh, this is not in Gorilla Stance, so let me take Gorilla Stance off. Okay. Uh, so it'll be a 17 and a natural 20. 17 and a natural 20. The 17 is a miss. Natural 20 is obviously a crit. And that's going to be another fan. Another fan okay. critical. Yeah. All right, this one from Robert Alferez, Sizul Alferez in Vallejo, California. I know that person. Cosmic Robert. interference. Oh, wait. Sorry. <laughs> this is a misappropriated uh, crit. It is in the wrong place. A Sorry, Robert. It's a fumble. Oh, no, it's a, uh, let's redo <laughs> let's that one. Let's use it anyway. Rules are rules. <laughs> it was for Starfinder. It was for, a, yeah, it was for a magical <laughs> crit, which... Oh. Uh, Life is so magical. Yeah. Well, let's just do it, because I don't feel like trying to redo the skin this guy's thing. So Robert did it, and uh, we got you, Robert. <laughs> You're going to give him a free magical crit? <laughs> yeah, but it's it's nothing too crazy. Um, okay. So it uh, let's just say you uh, hit this thing. Power surges through you, and uh, as you strike the target, a celestial cacophony erupts. Items are blasted away and singed, and strange humidity lingers. So double damage, and then the target makes a fortitude save. Okay, uh, that'll be 
12 points of damage. Yeah. Okay. My fortitude save was a 26. Sorry, 16 points of damage. 16 points of damage. Okay. And you got a 26, so then you do damage again, but it's normal damage. All right, normal normal damage again. On a success, you deal normal damage again. Uh, Okay, another another 11 points of damage. Nice. Okay. All right, so that thing is in... uh, Terrible, terrible shape. All right, but it's yeah. not down after all that. Wow. Okay. Yep. It's. Uh, it looks like it's on its last legs. Uh, it is Rufus of Opar's turn. You're fascinated, but you, you know you can still act. You just uh, you can't use something with a I concentrate. Have act, I have to act against. Well, I, I can as long as I use it against the cocoon, right? I believe that is correct. Right. Okay. Velthrexenba moves uh, here. That's action number one. Uh, uh, and then uh, uh, we're going to act together. First, Velthrex and Bob's going to slash the thing. I'm not here's what use. you can do. You can, I, I don't know if you can. Uh, well, you can, you can slash. Yes, you can't cast a spell against it. It says, for instance, you might be able to seek and recall knowledge about the subject, but you likely couldn't cast a spell targeting a different creature. Targeting a different creature. Yeah, if I is, targeted that creature, you can zap that guy. I could zap. Yeah, it. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead, yeah. do whatever you like. Well, that's okay. I'm not wasting my spells on a cocoon that's mostly dead. I'm just going to have our good buddy Relthrexenbob slash it with his claw to the tune of. Oh, that is a 27 versus its AC. Oh my god, uh, that is a hit. Kill a hit, dragon. It's, it's, did you say it's a crit, not a crit? Almost a hit, yeah. I'm mean, almost oh. a crit, excuse me. Okay. Damage for that uh, attack is 10. And it is dead. Yeah! And it is gone. Amazing. Which is huge, because it had this really cool ability uh, that I could only use if someone was fascinated. And uh, it, like, it feeds on your thoughts. Anyone that it fascinated, it feeds on your thoughts and made, leaves you like stupefied. You wouldn't have been able to cast it. It's pretty oh, nasty. Cool. But you guys took out this cocoon. So right now, the only enemy you see is this manifestation of Quicksol. Do you have any actions left, Rufus? I do. So I moved. Then that was my act together. So... Rufus gets a turn. He's going to fire his crossbow at the giant manifestation of Quicksaw. Awesome. Okay. And... What's your range on your crossbow? 120 feet. Oh, yeah. All day. Okay. And that is a 20 versus its AC. That is a miss. Oh, so baby. Shoom, lands in the water. I'm sorry, baby. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah, so we know that a 20, that a 31 wasn't a crit. So at least, yeah, at least higher at least than 21. 22. Yeah. Okay, um, let's see. It's a beast. Uh, I'm going to have, for final action, have Rufus get closer. Uh, and I'm not going to tell you why. It's a secret. Okay. <laughs> that's, uh, that's my turn. That's your turn. We go to round two. It is the creature's turn. The first action of the creature is to uh, move forward. Um, It starts flying ever so close to you all. And as it does, um, it like flutters its wings and this like dust starts to come down and cover the whole ship. Uh, everyone roll a will save. Ah, uh, spores. Is... Spores! Is this That's a disease or it. poison? Fair, fair enough. It is not. Damn it. It does not have either of those traits. 
22. 22. 22. 22 for champ! 14 for Balthazar. Oh, Not a 22. 16. 16, also not a 22. Well, here's the good news. Champ and Rufus both succeed. You are unaffected by this. However, both Balthazar and Karazor failed. Uh, You begin hallucinating. You look down at your bodies, and they look like they are... uh, Like, Balthazar, you look down, and it looks like your body is turning into a plant. Uh, but a plant you haven't seen for like a thousand years, like a plant from your past. You look down, you're like, I haven't seen the species in so long. I am the species. You're turning into it. Karazor, same thing, except you uh, are turning into some animal from your homeland. Obviously not a knoll. What do you think? Uh, what kind of animal is native to uh, the area in which you grew up? Humans. A hyena on two legs. A hyena on two legs. So you go from a knoll to a hyena. Uh, you are. <laughs> ah, yes, the walking hyena. Walking hyena. <laughs> An upright, a bipedal hyena with bad vision. Uh, Karazor, you become enfeebled one. And Balthazar, you become clumsy one. Jeez. Oh, enfeebled is such a brutal thing for a fighter. It's so aggravating. Mm. Enfeebled one, you're physically weakened. Uh, when you are enfeebled, you take a status penalty equal to every John on your John, and then uh, clumsy one. This condition lasts for one hour. Alright, yeah, this, this doesn't affect anything important, though. Just dex base DCs, so AC, yeah. reflex saves, range attack <laughs> yeah. rolls, skill checks. It's, it's, just, it's, it's fine. Just we're AC. really lucky. Um, okay. Now, let's see here. I am going to fire a thorn at Balthazar. 25 to hit. Yes. Hits old Balthy. Why'd I put those dice away? Seven. Uh, You're going to take 12 points of piercing damage. And you will also take bleed, unless you can't bleed. No, I can bleed. I bleed uh, magical fluid. And you will take uh, 1d4 bleed on your turn. And then it will fire a second thorn at Rufus of Opara. Uh, Making sure you have the action economy for all this? Yes, I flew. Um, and that uh, enacted an aura, which didn't use an action. Thorn, thorn. Oh, the the dust is an aura that doesn't take an action? Yeah, it's an aura effect. Damn. Uh, it is a 34. No, excuse me. With the map, it is going to be less. So this might be a crit, might not. It is going to be a 29 against your AC. It's a crit. It's a it's crit. It's a crit. All right. It wasn't a nat 20 for this it's a crit. creature. It's a crit. It's a crit. Uh, 11, you take 22 points of piercing damage. God in heaven! Scared of me. Oh my god, mom, help! <laughs> you also take uh, 1d4 uh, bleed. Are you shitting my fuck right now? <laughs> I hope not. I hope I'm not. Um, and that is thankfully uh, the How end. much bleed? I'm sorry, Troy. How much bleed? You, you will take 1d4 bleed, but it won't tick until the end of your turn. Right, okay, got it. 
All right, now it is Karazor's turn, and here is the the horrible thing here, which I just want to make sure. Uh, yes, a creature starting uh, its turn in the aura has to attempt another will save, so I need another <sighs> will save from you, Karazor. My worst save. I'm not going to make it. Uh, 20. 20. That is a fail. You are also clumsy one now. <laughs> so you We're are feeble one and clumsy one, but you may start your turn. Why bother? <laughs> You're just uh, yourself I, off I, don't, shit. I don't play these games to die. I'm <laughs> upset. I only want good things to happen to my character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to just try to fire the harpoon again. Okay. Fucking good it'll do. Bring it closer. Uh, that is a 24. 24 to hit is a hit just barely. All right. Okay. All right. Bring it in. All right, damage is going to be 1d8 plus 4. Five points of damage. Five points of damage. Um, <laughs> oh, minimum damage. We're on the map. <laughs> and We're... you will pull it uh, 15 feet uh, closer. Um, so oh, let's right. just get it right above there the boat. There we go. Yes. Hi, so hello. Again, you're, you're hitting it, you're pulling it, and then it detaches. Uh, yes, you see, like, people on the boat, uh, like, the, the Black Thane is, like, trying to protect the people. He's pushing them below deck. The crew members are trying to do stuff. Everyone else is just trying to keep everyone else alive while you guys... They can uh, try to keep us alive by helping. ...combat this. It says they don't help. Um, <laughs> well, it always says that. It's so weird. Well, here's yeah, the thing. You could attempt to have them use the harpoon if you'd like, um, but they can't use it every single round. They can only use it every other round, and uh, they're a lot clumsier with it. So you do have that option if you don't if you want to save your actions to direct them to do it, but it won't be as frequent, and it won't be as accurate. I do want you to know you do have that option. Um, okay. But... As written, that's the only help that they're supposed to provide here as they are uh, focusing on protecting everybody else. <sighs> um, okay, so that is Karazor's turn. And now uh, it... Per- persistent damage. Oh, yes, persistent damage. You will take, uh, in this case, another four points of bleed damage. Oh, my God. Max, Jeez, both man. times? I'm, I'm doing it on, uh, on Foundry as well. And then uh, give me a, a DC 15 flat check to try and remove the bleed. Nope. So Karazor is still bleeding. I mean, this is a this is a final stand against a creature. Final uh, round. Yeah, thousands of years ago. And it is Champ's turn. Um. Okay. I did uh, have one I more wish action. I could do something for uh, you, Karazor. Oh, you did have. I'm sorry, Karazor. You did have one more action. You were already at where the harpoon is. We'll say. So I can't. I can't move and take cover. I just. I can. That's two actions, right? Correct. You can move into cover and get the cover bonus. Taking cover just doubles the bonus. Okay. I will... So, Karazur will limp bleeding behind the mass of the ship so he gets some cover from the moth. Awesome. Great, yeah. Um, totally. Champ. Uh, okay. Pulling the creature in close, Champ will charge up toward it. Uh, assuming I can attack it, right, in melee? Yeah, we'll say it is as it is at your level. All right, so he's reaching up ah, and swinging with this kukri. Uh, I need you to roll a um, a will save. Oh, so it's not when you pass it, you're not immune. It's where, yeah. Well, it, it's an aura. That is an option that you did not get. Got it. Uh, will save. Uh, that is a seventeen. Uh, let's make you enfeebled one as well. 
It really takes the wind out of your sails. <laughs> you you have the option to rise old. All right. As okay. Um. You got this. Wait, champ. enfeebled doesn't lower my two hit with a blade. Are you? Do you do decks with your strength sort of based rolls and de- oh, that's because I'm doing dex based attack. All right, that's lucky. Uh, all right, got it. So I yes, I will swing with uh, the kukri. Just need a natural twenty here. If we can make this thing bleed, that changes everything. So just need a natural twenty. How about natural four? I don't even like playing anymore. Second swing. This is where I got the natural 20 last time. Come on, champ. Be a champion. Gave myself a shot. Right on the line. 22. 22. Is it miss? That was a what? really rude slow roll. <laughs> that was messed up. You were like, that is a... That's a miss. Because I thought it was a hit. <laughs> no. That's a, that's a miss. Um, that's that a, a miss? That is a miss at 22. Um, <laughs> it is Balthazar's turn. Balthazar, I need a will save. You could have just killed us by fiat. Could have saved 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that would have been... <laughs> Natural 20 on the will save. Natural 20 on the oh, will save. Oh, that's the important there one. There you go. All right, so that's huge. Uh, you are unaffected. Great. Uh, okay, first action, gorilla stance. <clears throat> Second action, step. Without measuring the distance first. And then third action, flurry of blows. Dum, 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 dum. Punch it. Punch okay. it, Chewie. First, a- uh, f- uh, first attack is a 22. Miss. Miss. Oh. Okay, second attack. It's a 19. 19. These are great rolls. Unfortunately, the creature has a 29 AC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, and of course, you are bleeding. You will take uh, four points of uh, bleeding damage because Foundry hates you. Uh, yeah. Are you doing it right? Is it set to bleed four? It's, uh, it's <laughs> 1d4. And uh, you t- and look, if the cocoon had lived, it would have taken uh, one point of bleed damage. 18 but on the flat check. 18 on the flat check, so you are no longer bleeding, but you do take uh, that four points of blood. Uh, okay. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Uh, I don't like that. At all. <laughs> four, four, four on three straight D4s and then a one on the one D8 when it's the monster's the... roll. All right. It's Rufus's turn, and I, yeah. I, I, you will only take one bleed because I just uh, accidentally skipped your turn here, but it's your turn. Oh, okay. I'm taking one bleed. Okay. Yeah. You let can take me, it now or at the end. Let me just take it right now. Let me just take that motherfucker right now. So, and, here, and here's what it, I'll tell you is like, as you, uh, as, as Balt is, well, go ahead, Rufus, do your turn. Right now, it's all about not dying before I do something useful. And uh, I'm going to uh, unleash my friend Velthrex and Bob's breath weapon against Awesome. Burn it. You must make a basic reflex save, giant green moth. Uh, Dirty 20. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> you take half damage because that's a success. Okay. Okay. And uh, that'll be... That's what we're going to have to do, Skid. 
I know. Half damage from the fire is going to be uh, four damage. You're welcome. You do hear it scream as it's hit by the fire. It's vulnerable. Now I'm acting together there, so my Weak friend, uh, my friend um, Rufus is also going to fire his crossbow uh, along with that attack, and he is going to roll a not enough to hit this motherfucking giant AC. So that's a seventeen. <laughs> so then for my final action, Rufus is going to get a little bit of cover by jumping behind this dinghy here on the uh, on the boat. That's my final. Okay, jumps back behind, uh, and then you take your one point of bleed damage. Give me a flat check, DC 15. DC 15 flat check, and 17. 17, all right. Dude, you you did it! Are no longer bleeding. And I did four damage! That's awesome. (laughs) At least four, maybe more. And uh, when you do take that uh, one point of bleed damage, uh, the creature uses a reaction. The blood that comes off of you hits a a plank on the floor, and then it like disperses into a fine mist that floats up towards the manifestation of Quixal, and he siphons it up with his proboscis, regaining hit points. You know what else we forgot? We forgot my will save. Ah, we did forget your will save. Thank you for being honest. Thank you for being honest. I'm a (laughs) well-behaved schoolboy. Here is my will save. My will save is not so good. It's a 15. 15. Uh, You are stupefied one. Whoa. That that is mean. Do you just pick it by class and give the worst thing? Yeah, you can pick. So I'm making it bad. Uh, as a spellcaster, that is going to be brutal. Um, stupefied one for Rufus of OP. Then we go to round three. You have struck this creature. You have one, done some damage. We struck it twice with a harpoon. You've struck it twice with a harpoon. The I only way that. we've hit it is when we've had a plus 17, 17. to hit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. It is going to... Uh, Basically, it uh, it reaches down with its tendrils and it starts like shaking the fucking boat, and so uh, oh is going god. to use a uh, ability known as capsize. Oh god! And so I'm going to roll uh, one athletics check and compare it to all of your fortitude DCs. Uh, so everyone, look at your fortitude score. Add ten and keep that number in mind. <laughs> I mean, I can't even hear what number you say. I can't wait to hear what number <laughs> yeah, you I say. Know. Yeah, seriously. Uh, okay, uh, 21. Oh, that's not that bad. Not as bad uh, as I thought. I especially rolled. since my fortitude DC is 72. I can make up numbers also. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that would get all of us. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. All right, you all uh, trip and fall prone as the boat begins to capsize. Unfucking believable. <laughs> One fucking opportunity to do fucking anything of substance, maybe. <laughs> it just starts shaking the boat, and you hear wood cracking, and you all fall to the deck. In fact, you see some of the people fall over the deck into uh, the water. Some of these civilians uh, are, are going to be lost. Um, Good. And, Good. And At die. least that's a silver lining. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right, that was. <laughs> if we all die, at least a whole bunch of innocent people died too. <laughs> Always look on the bright side <laughs> of life. <laughs> All right, so I am going to then with my final action uh, attack. Yeah, I have one more action. That was two actions. I'm going to attack uh, either Champ or uh, Balthazar with my proboscis. I'm going to say one through uh, ten is Balthazar, eleven through twenty is Champ, and I rolled a five. Balthazar, here comes its mighty proboscis. <laughs> that is a thirty to hit. Uh, is a critical. It's a critical. Uh, oh boy, let me get my d12s out. Okay, very bad damage. That is twenty points of piercing oh, damage. Balthazar is unconscious and dies. Oh, for God's sake! No! I was going to do something really cool next turn too. So mm. you'll never know well, now. Balthazar is dying. Let's see if I have the dying condition. What do I do? That's what I wanted to put on you. Oh, that's cool. When you look at Balthazar, everybody looks like a memory. It was like a, if you look at my sheet, everything is grayed out. Oh, that's amazing. I can see amazing. the outlines of your characters with like a oh, swirly wow. spiral at the center of them. That's so fucked up. Oh, that's cool. I've never, I've never seen that before, yeah. Um, with the dying condition. Of course, with the dying condition, you also are still clumsy one. You're blinded, you're flat-footed, you're prone, and you're unconscious. The rest of you are just prone. That is the end of its turn. Karzar, you're up and prone. Okay. Karzor will stand. The last stand of Karzor. Oh, that's the episode title. Uh, he's going to... Kind of swim away, swim away. Take the lifeboat. I mean, he just die on the water, so he's gonna run up, uh, I mean, kind of like swaying, leading. Look at the three of them standing. Well, actually, Baldessar's laying. Yeah, um, and he's just—he can't do a power attack because he only has the one action. So he's going to swing normally. Come on, natural twenty. Natural two. So natural two. So Karasor <laughs> just like bleeding as he strides up to the boat. Um, and of course we'll take uh, three points of bleed and we'll get a flat check get a flat check from Skid in season three because <laughs> he has left season two uh, and it is now uh, Champ's turn come on Champ yeah. we need you yeah for sure it's, it stinks to lose uh, but so maybe you'll win let's go through a few uh, checklist items first of all do you have the right adventure uh, slash the right stat block? Mm-hmm. Item two. Uh, do these uh, negative effects that when you fail on the will saves, are they for one round or do they are they persisting forever? They last for an hour. In fact, thank you for remembering uh, skit I needed. And in addition to the three points of bleed, I need a flat check and then a will save since you started your turn in the right. John's uh, game. I did make the flat check. Okay, so oh, no that's, longer bleeding. That's good. Um... Fortitude save? Will no, save. Will, uh, 23. 23. Okay. Uh, you are unaffected this round. Um, champ, before we get into the things of this, let me just get a will save from you. Then you can does this have the uh, mental trait? Uh, it does have the mental trait. Then I get a skeleton bonus that I wasn't adding before. So you know what? Let's just go ahead and remove enfeebled. We'll make it, <laughs> make it fair. I think it was a pretty low roll. Uh, oh, dude, great. 26. 26. 26? 
You're all He's right. all right. This is um, what you may need this round. Then he will get up. He will swing. So dumb. <laughs> what a dumb, stupid situation. Natural five. <laughs> and I mean, it doesn't even matter, dude. I can roll you needed a- the five earlier. Dude. It doesn't matter. I rolled a natural 15 and a natural 19. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say, I, if I roll a natural like, 14, it's still a mess. Like, maybe I should have like told them to hit it with a cannon. Can they hit it with a cannon once he's this close to the boat? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, all right, and <laughs> with his last action, he will... Um, I'm just going to swing again to try to crit. It's the only option. Uh, he'll swing again and try to crit. Okay. Come on, buddy. Natty 15, that is a 21. 21 is a miss. Natural 15. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're either we're only hitting with the we're only hitting with the with the cannons or with a natural 20. Yeah. <laughs> it is Rufus of Opara's turn. Okay. So, uh, here's what happens. He's going to cast Produce Flame while acting together with yes. the Velthrex involved. Yes. Now he is Good taking move. he's taking a uh, he's taking a status penalty to his spell attack because of the stupefied condition. Okay. But uh, here, uh, he also has to roll a flat check or lose the spell. That's right. Okay, so he has to roll five or above, right? Five plus the stupefied value, which I think is one, right? Six. So it's six. 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 Sorry, six. just uh, two things. One, uh, Joe, did you did you get up from prone? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, just remember you're prone, Rufus, but also can you give me the will save to start the turn? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that first. The will save comes out to a 20. 20. All right, so you are clumsy one. God in, in heaven. <laughs> In addition to everything, can else. I cast a spell while laying on my ass behind this boat? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, here save it comes. the actions. I'm also clumsy. Ugh. Oh, you're stupefied too, right? So you have to make a flat check. Uh, yeah, I'm stupefied as well. You mean? Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> and you need to make that flat check. Yeah. But I make it at the end, right? No. If you. Oh yeah, the flat you, check or you for lose the, spell. the spell. The flat check for the spell. Okay. Here we go. Got to make a six or above. That's an eight. I made it. <laughs> oh, okay. You're on your back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here comes the spell. Produce flame. And uh, let's see. I, I'm making a spell attack against the target's AC. Negative one because of my stupefied condition. Here we go. That is nice. That is a 27 altogether. There that you go. That is a hit. Nice. Okay. That'll hurt it. Oh, so glad, too, to trigger that weakness. Yeah. Okay. So uh, here is the damage. The damage is uh, it's only two d four from Produce Flame, so it's three damage plus the fire weakness that I think it has. Right. <laughs> okay. Now that was an act together, so that means uh, Velthrax and Bob is able to move into melee. Right there. Okay. And now Velthrax and Bob for the final action is just going to slash it. With his clothes. With his the clothes. outline and the, po- the pulsing outline and swirly swirl of Velthrex and Bob is slightly red. <laughs> wow. Oh, is it? That's mm-hmm. cool. That's, That's cool. pretty cool. Go, Claw, go! <laughs> <laughs> Not goddamn bad. 26 versus That is a hit as well. Is Rufus of oh. power going to turn the tides here? I'm going to win this for us, gentlemen, with a damage of... Oh, that die went off the 
fucking god suck and fuck my ass. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, um, How do you suck okay. an ass? You just put your mouth right up to it. Here's seven, seven slashing damage from the seven court. slashing damage. All right, this thing is a little bit hurt. Little um, bit. Oh boy. All right, a little you, bit. Oh, and uh, now my flat check to get rid of. Uh, my, oh wait, do I flat check to get rid of any of my conditions? No, Stupefied? you are no longer bleeding. Um, however. It now goes to the top of round four. We got ourselves a four-rounder here. Balthazar, you are dying one. Thankfully, you are no longer bleeding. That would have been brutal. There's nobody going to help you. Um, talk to me here. You want to make a uh, fortitude sa- or a, a uh, recovery check? check? Yeah, DC 11, right? Yeah, 10 plus your dying value, unless you have uh, toughness. Matthew. Oh, sorry, Balthazar. I forgot I'm the one that's down. Balthazar, you. <laughs> Uh, do I have toughness? Balthazar does not have toughness. He so, ain't tough. No, he's a monk. Uh, 16. 16. All right, so you uh, lose the dying condition, and you are wounded one and unconscious still. All right, and <laughs> I dream a dream of uh, all of the memories of the, uh, the Jiska Imperium 7,000 years ago <laughs> that will be lost. When you I should think, upload those memories before I you should, die. I should have uploaded yeah. them to, cl- to the cloud. Sadly, I did not. A passing cloud. A passing cloud. <laughs> upload them to a passing cloud. <laughs> what is he doing? What is he doing? I don't think it works, whatever he's trying. Uh, it is Quixal's turn. <laughs> Dude, I mean, we're fighting a demon of the ancient world. This is... Mm-hmm. We're level three! Right? Or are we five? It feels uh, like we're three. Yeah, we're, we're three. three. We're level three. We're, we're three. very, very three. Uh, I wonder if unconscious people... Now, if you're unconscious, I'm going to say you don't have to roll against the hallucinatory uh, scale dust. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, got, I can't help but give here. Uh, all right, so it is going to be uh, old Quixie's turn. Quixie's Midnight Runners is going to uh, come after Champ here uh, with its proboscis. That is a 32 to hit. <laughs> this is why I swung a second time instead of raising a shield. Because I was just like, it's pointless. Yeah. Is that a crit? Of course, that is a crit. It would be okay. a crit with the shield, too. 28 points of piercing damage. Oh! I don't... That's a bad roll. It just really bothers me that I think... It just... Why do these all feel the same, and it never feels this way playing with anyone else's GM? <laughs> like, is that just a coincidence? Sometimes things are hard, and it doesn't mean that I'm getting something wrong. Okay. It's just hard. I are just, you I just dying curious. Uh, I am not I am not dying now. Okay, so you're still up. I'm still up. All right, then I'll hit you again with the proboscis. Actually, I gotta, I'll spread the wealth. This one's coming at Karazor. Uh, all right, that is probably a miss with a 15. That is a miss. Oh, Excellent. Okay, and then uh, you know what I'll do here is I will do another proboscis. This is going to be the same thing, 1 through 10, 11 through 20. All right, this one's coming at Karazor again. Very, very low chance to hit here uh, and misses with a 13. So a good round here uh, to have a chance at taking out Quixal. It is Karazor's turn. No longer bleeding, no longer prone. We need crits. Crits for days. 
for sure. Karzer is going to take a step uh, to the port side of the boat to get in flanking with Felt Threxen Bob, and he's going to do a power attack. Here we go. Yes. Oh. Oh. Natural three. Oh, wait. Natural fucking three. And I also need a will save. <laughs> sorry. Really sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm really, I'm really sorry. Uh, <laughs> fail. Fail. Uh, we'll just make you stupefied one. Great. <laughs> I've got one of each. Uh, this is like this is our job, but sometimes this feels like work, and this is this is one of those. <laughs> this times. is one of those times. This, I feel like I'm working on an Excel spreadsheet, looking at my fucking watch, just hoping I'll make that train. <laughs> you know, this is like this is awful. This is really awful. Uh, all right, so is that is that it, or, or no? You got something That's left. It. That was three oh, power attack. Okay, uh, champ. All right, we'll save. Blasted by this. No question about this. Uh, all right, well, that's just a fail, so that's good. Yes. So we'll 16. Okay. Fail. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, let's make you clumsy one, because that will hurt you the most. A clumsy skeleton. Dude, we can't even hit regular. <laughs> we can't hit regular. <laughs> it only lasts for an hour. Somewhere uh, in your right, watery grave, to, you will no longer be clumsy. <laughs> Uh, I am going to use that final um, touch of corruption. Ah. Uh, and heal. And then I will. Then I will attack with the Kukri. Here we go. Gotta have. The gotta bloodletting have Kukri. Lelgeshen's family weapon. His family weapon. Gotta have the natural 20. It's the only option. Here we go. Gotcha. That is a 25. Nice. That is a hit. hit. That uh, is a hit. Is that a crit? No. Is that a crit? Not even close. Not even close. Not even <laughs> well, a, crit. a 22 is not a hit, so I don't think that's a crit. <laughs> I think. A little hopeful Just there. checking. Just checking. Uh, okay. Very, very, very good damage. Can't do much better than that. 12 points of slashing. And then, like I said about the shield, why shield myself? Who cares? I'm attacking one last time and attempting the natural 20. Here we go. Last, probably last round, we'll see champ. Here we go. Gah! Fail. Miss. Oh. Fail for the champster. Okay. Rufus of Opara had a hell of a round last time. What do you got left, Ruf? Well, let's see. So Rufus is, he's prone. Can he fire a crossbow from his prone position if he's kind of ducked down behind this boat? Yeah, I think by the rules you can. You take a minus two. Okay. So uh, a minus two. Oh, he can't. He can't weather that. He stands up. Okay. No longer prone. Yeah. Um, he uh, he stands stupid up. stupid and clumsy. He stands up, and uh, since it's a cantrip, I think that... I had something really specific in mind, but I, now I don't have enough actions because I stood up. I'm so, sorry to say this. This is getting uh, annoying, but I do need to Oh, the will save. save. The yeah. will save. It's getting annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's finally now reached the point where it's getting a little annoying. You know, this is starting to get annoying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do I get, Troy? Give it to me. Because uh, I rolled a nine. A nine is a critical failure. Oh, mama! <laughs> so, 
on a critical failure. Um, oh, this is just just so stupidly terrible. Um, you are now going to go to Stupefied Three. Oh. <laughs> Suck a ding dong. Suck a ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait a minute. What, do, uh, can't you cast Produce Flame, or is that something you can't do? Of course, I can. I can't. No, yeah. Let me just make sure. These might not stack. It says each time a creature fails this save, you can choose an additional condition. Critical failure takes you to stupefied two, but you were already at stupefied one. But it, it should have stupefied should have been gone by now, doesn't it? Go down each no, round. Not no, stupefied. Hour. Yeah, I, it I just have no lasts reason. an hour. <laughs> I have no reason to believe they don't. <laughs> Only an hour, Jared. Only an Only hour to use hour. Troy's as par- Troy's parlance. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> uh, I think you should leave. I don't want to be around anymore. Okay. <laughs> well, let me just take my broken baby doll of a character with one eye missing and an arm all bent the wrong way. And uh, let me try. With a stupefied three, my spell attacks are m- mush. But wait, They're we're not terrible. doing that, right? You're not doing stupefied three, right? It's at least stupefied too, but I, I don't. Well, see why is it stupefied too? Because a, cr- a critical failure, it go you go to stupefied too. No, but each time it fails, it gets a new condition. You already gave him stupefied, so it's got to be something else too, enfeebled too, something like um, that, right? Fair, but like I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to see if they stack. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I thought I, I, I thought that's what you were saying. You were like, oh, I'm reading this. Oh, it's the condition lasts each time a creature fails. He can choose an additional condition, but if you just keep failing. I don't see why it wouldn't stack. But you know what I'm going to do? Just to make things easy while I look some stuff up online. Instead of being stupefied three, I'm going to make you uh, enfeebled two. And keep you at... Because uh, you're already uh, clumsy one and stupefied one. So that critical fa- failure is going to make you enfeebled two instead. Cool. I love that. It's much better than stupefied three. Uh, <laughs> no, I agree. Okay. So that was nice of you. It won't. It won't matter. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's. Um, we can assume that my crossbow bolts. The the tip of them is metal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Unless you're so, using the new rubber crossbow bolts that were very popular. <laughs> the riot control crossbow yeah, bolts. Crowd control <laughs> crossbow bolts. Okay, I'm setting things up for later as if I'm going to survive. He's going to fire his crossbow at the thing. So action one, get up. Action two, fire his crossbow at negative one because of his clumsy condition. Come on, just roll a really big high number. Here we go. No cover because it's huge. That is going to be a 19. Misses. That's not enough. Okay. Flies fast. And that was an act together with Velthrexenbob, who will now attack with his claws the tune of a critical fail. Velfax and Bob falls into the water and melts immediately, because that's what happens when dragons yes. touch water. Everyone yeah. knows when that's a dragon right. touches salt water. Right. It just, just, like, just dissolves. The wicked witch of the West. Like you threw paper in the water. <laughs> okay, uh, the dragon can attack again with its map penalty, and that's what she's going to do. I should have just fired off a bad fire spell instead of what I was trying to do. Um, Alright. Uh, the dragon this time rolls a... Uh, nope, that's a 19. 
19 misses. Yeah. And okay. then we go uh, to round five. We got ourselves a <laughs> big main event here. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We're, uh, all right. It's Balthazar's turn. You are unconscious. Still dreaming. Still dreaming of all those memories of the Jiska Imperium that will just vanish from the world from the world entirely. Like tears and rain. Like tears, like tears in the rain. In rain. It is Quixal, the manifestation of Quixal. This thing is not even Quixal. It is just a manifestation of Quixal. Uh, Quixal is going to use its proboscis on Felthrex and Bob. And that is a 23 against Felthrex and Bob. That's a hit. Why I keep putting these D12s away? They're rolling terrible. That one. Uh, that is going to be uh, 15 points of piercing damage. Guess what? Mm. That, uh, Velthrax and Bob shares HP with our friend Rufus, and that is exactly how much HP he needed oh. to go to zero. Oh, so Rufus falls. Rufus and Velthrax and Bob are down. Mm-hmm. But Rufus is unconscious, not dying, right? At zero? I think you're dying. If damage takes you to zero, I think. Okay, so wait. When you stabilize, then Matthew, you have one hit point. No, you're just at no. zero. You're at zero. So, but he's not dying anymore. Right. Um, whereas now Rufus at zero is dying. Uh, we can we can double check on that, but I it, that's one e. Like, I have that's nothing one else. E rule. Yeah. I have nothing else to do. I'll look it up right now. Okay. Good. Thank you. Uh, uh, you can enjoy this, Jared. When you click on Rufus, you see now what Matthew was saying. It's pretty horrifying. Uh, guys, I just want to tell you, it's so funny. Like, if you look at my character on the map right now, there are so many status effects. It looks like <laughs> I, I don't. I don't even know how to describe it. It looks like I'm playing Candy Crush. It's like, <laughs> yes, that's a really good way to describe it. <laughs> it does. Oh no. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Yeah, you do have a lot of conditions because of dying. You're at uh, zero hit points. You are unconscious and at risk of death. Okay. So, yeah. so you can be a zero and unconscious, and you could be zero with the dying condition. No, he get, if you knocked him down to zero, he has the dying one condition. Right, but whereas you have zero hit points and you're just unconscious, you've removed the dying condition. Rufus will now move in the initiative order. Uh, so I'm going to take that. That was. And what happens to Velthrexabob? Does he disappear? Uh, that's right. So Velthrex and Bob is a sort of a psychic manifestation of Rufus. So he blitzes uh, off Whoa. into as he fades from the boat. I just want to let you know, Troy. You have the option. This is up to GM discretion. Uh, you can determine how long I, re- I remain unconscious. Uh, the range is from a minimum of ten minutes to several hours. So you choose. All right, check back in is- with me in ten actual game minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right here. So there are two combatants left on the playing field. And you guys have uh, you've done some damage to him. Um, he is going to... Uh, he's going to whip out a tendril at either Champ or Karazor. And I'm leaving it up to fate here. Uh, 1 through 10 is Champ. 11 through 20 is Karazor. And it's lucky number 7 for Champ. Damn it. Here comes a tendril. Damn it. All right, that is going to be a 20 to hit. Hit. Okay, that is a hit. He's not hit with the tendril as of yet. Uh, 17 points of slashing damage. And do you bleed? I do. You take 
you will take 1d4 points of bleed on your turn. And it has one action left. I will save the last attack for Karazor at the uh, lowest attack penalty. Um, and I'm going to uh, also attempt to hit you with a tendril. Very low chance here, but let's see. Uh, natural one. Hey. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. Wow. What a game just, changer here. Yeah. Just in the nick turn of the tide. tide. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, natural one. Turn the tide? Good. Your enemy automatically dies. <laughs> Come on. Uh, let's see. All right, that's natural tag melee, whatever. Uh, okay. This one from Jamie in Los Alamos, uh, New Mexico. Hey, I was just out there. Uh, Oh! Old injury. Your overexertion tears open an old wound. Increase your wounded condition by one. Doesn't matter that much for this particular monster. And gain 1d4 persistent bleed. Oh, hey. that's great. Wow. <laughs> hey, it could okay. fail its flat check and just die. I, if he yeah. fails, if it, they, whatever, fail every single flat check for <laughs> 10 minutes to an hour, you may wake up. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. So that was a uh, an untimely fumble there. Nice and, job, uh, Jamie. Huge. Yeah, thank you, Jamie. Oh, and it takes the bleed right now. Um, so I will take uh, two points of bleed damage. Got him. Awesome. And then I'll roll a flat <laughs> check. And rolled an eight, so it will continue bleeding into the next round. It is now Karazor's turn. Okay. Karazor's last stand. Yeah, Karazor. I mean, I would use, like, I have Bon Mo, which I've never used. Uh, wouldn't do us any good here. I have Exacting Strike, which I should never have taken because it's completely useless to me. So Because it doesn't synergize with power attack, right? Not is at that, all. Yeah. Yeah, so... I'm not going to have uh, you roll a will save here. I feel like you, you've got a, enough of the conditions. I don't know if they stack. The tides are against you I guess you I have everything. Yeah. What do, you, what do you give the null who has everything? <laughs> you give a null. <laughs> Jam, I'm going to have you roll because there's still one condition you could get. Uh, Me? No, I'm talking about Champ. I'm going to have Champ roll when it oh, comes Champ. to his turn and then move on from the hallucination. All right, so he's just going to last uh, a desperate attempt to overhand slice. He pulls the greatsword over his head, shoom, brings it Come down on. as hard as he possibly can. We see shades of a younger Karazor swinging. 28. That is a hit. hit. Okay. 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 Shades of a younger Karazor. Okay, that is about as good as I could have rolled for damage. Uh, that is... 34 points of damage. Oh! Wow. Really? Wow! Yeah. Holy I shit. Got, on, a, on a 3d12, I rolled a 10, a 9, and a 12. Okay. Wow. wow. All right, so a big old power attack, and you still have one action, right? I do. And with the backswing, he's going to try f- feebly to uh, get him again. Uh, Yeah, that's a 90-16, but it's a 21. So. 21 oh, no, wait, miss. no, 22, but still... Do misses this champ. Champ, you see Karazor lay into this thing. This is the Scream. end of all things. Give me that will save to see if we just add one more condition. Will save 26. Would have loved to save that for the attack roll. You ruined yeah, it. Let's get that out of the way. Uh, Damn it. Come on, champ. There's a chance here. There is a chance here. Uh, if you roll max. Can I roll my own bleed? No. 
you're not bleeding. If oh, you mean that's for, if uh, you roll, oh, you mad. are. Yeah, I'm bleeding. Did I not add bleed to you? You did not. One d four bleed. Uh, if I I have four hit points left, so if <laughs> it ticks the four, Champ goes down. This is the final final days of Champ kindly. It's at I, the end of your turn, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's the end so, of your turn. So uh, I'm just trying to look over everything one more time. There's this, like, yeah, so it lashed open, you know, something between his bones, and there's this, like, purple ichor that's, like, oozing out. Some negative energy that holds him together. My god, I'm so mad. I've missed two major things on my character sheet that would have made a difference. Uh, okay, here we go. Swinging. Kukri! Swinging for the fences with the bloodletting Kukri! Swinging for the fences with the bloodletting Kuk! Come on, dude! I. God damn it! That is a 19. Um. Uh, yeah, I just don't know what to do. Um. Ugh. Yeah, I got nothing. Well, I, I hoped to have something good, but no. Second attack and attempting for a natural 20. Come on, it's in there somewhere. Another 22. Another 22. And... I keep trying to add bleed, and it says you're unaffected by bleed. Are you sure you can bleed? It doesn't. Uh, I you mean, cut me. Do you not bleed? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it says that... Uh, whatever. Do whatever you want. Well, it's, I'm just it's, telling you, it's, it, it won't let me on Foundry, so are you, you sure you can bleed? Um, yeah, sure. It doesn't say you can bleed, but it doesn't say you're immune to bleed. You're immune to death effects. That's not a death effect, so... Right. So if you go online and you read about it, like, pretty much everybody is like, you can bleed. You can bleed. You do not have the immunities of regular skeletons. Okay. Uh, you have only the immunities they tell you. Death effects, uh, for example. You have one more action. Even on a natural 20, it's it's not a crit. It would just be a hit. But I can't think of anything else to do, so I'm just going to... God. What's the point? There's no point. Yeah, I'm just going to roll it. I have to. Okay. Uh, natural 17. And, uh, okay, so give me the bleed. All right, I'm going to let the, uh, the foundry do it. Uh, oh, it's not going to do it because it won't let me put the bleed on you. So I will let you roll, roll your own bleed. Okay, beautiful. It's the worst thing you worst idea ever. Had. Four. Yep. <laughs> that's why. That's why I did it. That's why I did it. And uh, okay, so then I want. Uh, I will. Oh, champ! You beautiful bastard. Um. This is interesting. Sorry, I got something here. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to use Final Spite. Once per day, spite. when I am resu- reduced to zero hit points as a reaction, I can make a strike before falling unconscious. <laughs> At your full bab? I'm just saying yes, and I will not accept an argument for that. Because <laughs> it's preposterous. Have? I mean, Final it's a reaction. I mean, It's a reaction. My turn is be... over. If it's a yeah. reaction, you get your, yeah. Actually, my turn isn't over, but it's a reaction. It's a reaction that no, you it get is, to use. Your turn is over. Like, you you fall yeah. from... You, 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 the last thing that happens in your turn is you roll your persistent damage. That's the end of your turn. What is yeah. the condition... What is the trigger for this reaction? You're reduced to zero hit points. 
All right, so this happens simultaneously. I'm going to say you get your strike. I will say I, I used a reaction to siphon that blood up. Again, that blood turns into mist and empowers through the proboscis of this beast. All right, champ. One last swing with the kukri. And as the shit is oozing out, his body begins to fall apart. But right before he hits the ground, he swings the kukri one last time. Natural 19. Oh, my God. For a 28 to hit. 28 is a hit. Okay. Oh, at least he went down with a hit. Amazing. Ah, Ah, come on. Uh, 11 points slashing damage. 11 points of slashing. Uh, and then he goes down. Once per day, goes. final spite. Uh, I don't think I've used it yet, but that was awesome. Um, okay, so, wow. Three people down, and the last one standing was the one who brought them all together. Sorry. it's really it's okay it's not like we're all gonna die you brought about about the destruction of an entire nation can i just say your enemy gained in miserable power and in connection to an old god i'm sure it's it's okay this adventure every encounter before this compared to this encounter it's like we were playing bumper cars and then we suddenly we exited out into the Indy 500. <laughs> it is. It's like a real car like drove into the bumper car thing and started like smashing us. It's like a monster truck. A monster truck. A monster truck. Yeah, yeah, it's just like wheeling <laughs> over a truck. Rail. Everybody's bodies are splatting into goop. Oh my god. So Oh my god. I, yeah, you know, it, it, it is. You could have gotten a little bit hurt by those Jenkins. You could have been hurt by those Chase and then come at this with an even worse shape than you were in. So you're kind of, with the exception of Balthazar, ready to go. I mean, Rufus had burned a couple spells, but yeah. it's just a, a fucking tough, tough encounter that is still kind of winnable. But now that three people are down, it's going to be really, really tough. Karzor, you were the last person standing as this thing rears up. You look around you, Balthazar laying on the ground, oil, gears spilling out, uh, champ, just like some of the bones starting to fall apart, and uh, poor Rufus of Opara. Maybe you started to like that guy, and he's lying as well, with Velfrex and Bob nowhere in sight. If you turn and look back to that mountain, you just see Nikesor with the crown on his head, like he's conducting a symphony at one with this manifestation of Quixal. He has made a powerful ally, uh, and uh, as the crystal ghosts told you, and now it winds up to try and kill you. First, it will attack with its mighty proboscis, and that is a 26 to hit. That's a hit. It's Karazor with the proboscis for... That's game. 29 points of yeah, damage. Yeah, I'm gone. Yeah, that's good. That is regular damage? It's 2d12 plus 7. And I was rolling 1s and 2s on the d12s until I just rolled a 12 and a 10. 29 points of damage. It just... Boom! Hits Karzor and Karzor is thrown back to the ship. 
and this thing just starts flying over you again Nikesor conducting this grand symphony more of those thorns start coming up from underneath the deck as it grabs hold of the boat in several different places and just like snaps it and like pieces of the boat are flying everywhere it cracks and your bodies just fall into the water what are your last thoughts as the lights begin to go out here uh, that I really like this character. This sucks. Anything more uh, cinematic? Uh, he th- he thinks, man, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Rufus, that is very Karazor. Yeah. Rufus, as he transitions to the realm of Phrasma, uh, sees himself in a full m- music video in the vein of Nine Inch Nails, where uh, <laughs> he's just like in the darkness, like floating with a dragon. And then, like, singing is like, black slime goes down his face. And then, like, you just see, like, him go, like, open his shirt. And, like, his dragon tattoo is also is instead a thor- thorny quicksaw kind of going out in an animated thing. Uh, and uh, when you get done watching the video, you think, eh, this band kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Balthazar? Uh, you know how your life... They say your life flashes before your eyes as you die. Well, I would like to uh, work through 7,000 years of memories right now. It's from his birth in the Jinxka Imperium to his training as a barber and his discovery that he actually was quite good at surgery with his human hands, but then when he transferred his soul to the magical golem, so that he, or magical, uh, 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 what am I, an automaton, he didn't have quite the same skill with the surgery. It just got a little bit... It's like it's like suddenly like, like his hands were slightly bigger and not and metal or magical stone. He just couldn't do it. And this goes on for a while. He goes through every <laughs> like every trauma of his life for seven thousand years, and uh, that yeah. should give you enough time to recover. It should give me ten minutes. No, that's the you're, that's the end of the are the miles. You're, you're, you're metal starting to rust. I'm not made of metal. I'm made of magical stone. Chip, <laughs> I'm made of magical stone. Champ, Champ so many years in that dungeon. Champ spent so many years in that dungeon. I think his final thoughts, we just see a series of slow motion shots, and it's him sitting down, being invited to sit down on a rock while he's got like this, these wraps around his face, just like sit down with Karazor. And it's like Karazor's smiling face like talking and we don't hear what they're saying but we just like see his face and then it's like sitting in the inn and like getting a a stout and just like pretending that he's like drinking with the guys I love stout (laughs) I love stout (laughs) and then like going to like riding on a boat and like feeling salt air on his face something he's like he's never felt before like being outside then it's like in the jungle and it's just like him holding out a bony finger and like a worm crawling on his finger and him being like holy shit and uh, you know walking through the city staying in a room with buddies in like a hotel in a foreign city (laughs) and uh, meeting all these new people and talking to all these new people and all he can think is his final moments like cross through his head is just how amazing it was to like have friends for a while like intelligent friends to adventure with and be on some really exciting uh, mission together 
and there's like you just see his teeth and it's just like as his skull falls beneath the waves you you look and you're like is that a smile and then he's smiling <laughs> let's get a change of heart perhaps maybe something came to you he thinks as his life drains away the boat is cracking apart around him he thinks this sucks <laughs> I really liked being alive. It was really great, and now that's over. And fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, God. Can I just say, <laughs> fuck off, God? <laughs> I have been playing. I've been playing role playing games for, I mean, probably almost uh, thirty years, and I have never been a player in a TPK before. <gasps> Welcome to Side Quest Side Session. It happens every season, almost like it was pre-written. Preordained. We survived uh, the first one, but that, to be fair, we were in the midst of a global pandemic and things were pretty dark. Yeah. That's true. I think that uh, from there we see um, various scenes and memories. Maybe we see Karazor uh, at Ravenmoor uh, with his friends. And, uh, you know, them making fun of all the hayseeds and rubes and uh, the horrors that they went through there. But they all came out alive. Um, and then they would go on to Carpat uh, and uh, in Nidal, right? And uh, deal with all the stuff there. And then we had not see Karzor for a while. And then, uh, you know, we see flashes of his life while he's kind of living on the run um, from... Nikesor as his power grows and then you know his new friends and uh, falling on the boat maybe we see uh, this boat is like splitting apart and the thing is like bleeding it's still bleeding and it's struggling to stop the bleeding but it's tearing apart the boat and we see Kumrock Black Dame he's just yelling and whatnot, and he's uh, just they're, they're trying to like grab people and put it onto the uh, the little rowboat uh, that still looks like it kind of works they're trying to patch it up quickly they're grabbing uh, some of the people and some people are like help and he can't fit everybody on there and he's pulling people on and, and like rowing away from from this and we just we we close in on Nikesor and you can't see his face behind that mask of the Shea but you imagine just like Champ he is smiling and then maybe we flash to another time where we see that abandoned church once more where Karazor walked in and met the crystal ghosts and we see new recruits joining the cause their backs are to us, but if you didn't know better, you'd see that some of them have fey-like features, ears that look like animals, uh, maybe antlers coming out of their head. Perhaps some of these survivors that came with Kumarok Blackthane have rallied to the cause of the crystal ghosts. Maybe some of these silhouettes look oddly familiar. And then the last image that we see is just a shore, water gently lapping the shore we close in on something that's lying in the sand a little pair of spectacles <laughs> that is the end of season two of side quest side sesh <laughs> there is more story to tell 
Don't believe everything you hear. But you not with any know. of these players. <laughs> if I'm in season three, whoever's playing in that. Yeah. If I'm in season three, I have to play a guy with antlers. I didn't. That's not. <laughs> I didn't choose that ancestry. Turns <laughs> out too. Antler man. Guys, it's been so much fun. Thanks for hanging out with us these past few Thursdays. It's been great jumping back into this. Unfortunately, another uh, uh, sad, uh, sad finale. Uh, but we will return, I think, with this someday. In the meantime, two weeks from tonight, the Glass Cannon Podcast Campaign 2 begins. And it's going to be on YouTube, not Twitch. So join us over there. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And we will see you then. In the meantime, have a great night. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon.